and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello. And I'm also here with James Farley. Hello. And John Denton is also here. Hello. Wow, look. Very straight down the line, that one, wasn't it? No, no pissing about. Um, welcome back. Let's get straight into the feedback, shall we? What have people got to say about last week's show, Matt? They loved it, did they? They all loved it. They mostly loved it. Some people less so. Uh, Johnny Ball starts us off. Um, Go on. Please stop the games, lads. Please. You're <laughs> killing me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, on that, I, I sort of said after last week's show, uh, let's give them a break. Let's not do games again for a little while and then come back to them. But then we got like sent a bunch of really good games. So, I mean, if we're if we're you know lacking at the end of this show, I might sneak one in at the end. But you know, we'll see how we feel. We see how we feel. Yeah, Ricky Cartwright actually uh, tweeted in who Ricky who g- gave uh, g- sent the email last week, and it was that quiz I read out last week. Hey, Matt Murray, great in inverted commas hosting for my quiz. By the way, my email very clearly said that all games are for the PS4 unless otherwise stated. So oh, yes, for Christ's sake, Matt! Yes, Matt was a remake you? of Shadow of the Colossus. Thanks, Matt. That's uh, unbelievable. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, what's up? No, it, well, it does won. matter. It does matter. James won. Yeah, you shouldn't be complaining, mate. You should just like yeah, just go. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, you should be happy but, with anything, Matt. For Christ's sake, Look, come on! Okay. You got to get this right. Well, we're not doing games this week, so it's fine. We can just relax. Okay, we'll relax. Next, speaking of being relaxed, um, Greg Shepherd emails in. The games aren't a bad idea in uh, of themselves. However, games alone are not enough to be entertaining. Uh, basically, Greg says if we go do games in future we need some stakes you know a smash and motive yeah, you missed a line there matt yeah you missed We've a big line there, matt. what did he say well, i'm not gonna we read st- the entire email i just wanted to no, um, read that line which one then guys what have you edited out what's been missing in the last couple of games gap has been stakes what was in the gap matt other than basic uh competency from the host yes i was, I was <laughs> oh the email. he's a fucking disgrace I, I wasn't reading the whole email i was just summarizing it which is what we should be doing and i think i've done it perfectly well firstly who's who's written this in greg greg shepherd right greg who the fuck do you think you are telling me how to podcast and what works and what doesn't like who, who do you not understand how long i've been doing this do you not think that i've got some sort of credibility and understanding on how this works i mean fair play you make a very good point and we should do exactly what you're saying there but come on you know, give a little bit of trust over to someone that's been doing this for many years and has grown quite the following. Yes. <laughs> me. Oh, yeah, yeah I thought you were talking All about right. me. Um, oh, yeah, come on, Matt. That Dave. joke's been... I, I think yep. while we're talking about stakes, we might as well, I might as well jump in and say that, uh, James, I owe you an app because uh, the, the bets I made on a couple of Switch titles have not come to fruition. Hold on, John. So do you know about this? Do you know about the bets that Matt had laid down with James? Uh, were they on the show? Was it done on the show? I mean, yeah, it was, yeah, like it was done on the show. God, I mean, okay. I would have heard it, but you know me. I'm not going to remember that shit. Yeah, that's a good point. So you said in the week that this... Because they announced the new Nintendo Direct. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said, oh, this is my last chance to salvage part of my bet with James. Yeah, correct. And I'm trying to remember what bets you're talking about. Like, what what were the rules there? Well, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't really like a, a two-part whereby if I lose one, I can salvage the other, but I was trying to get where I could. The first part of the bet, I I don't know what I was thinking. Maybe I was drunk and maybe I had two or, th- or four beers. I said that the Switch 
might have ha- maybe was going to have like a CD drive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, but I know that, yeah. that was that and was then, hold on, then, that like, was wait, that was years ago. Yeah, well, I, I well, yeah, but then I sort of added on the fact that I f- I had hoped they were going to announce an F Zero within a year of the <laughs> Switch launching, and that didn't happen in this week's direct, and therefore I've lost the bet or bets. In well, you would have lost the bet anyway, because wasn't it a year before this Nintendo Direct? Well, wasn't it like March 12th it came out? Oh, God, we're going to get emails. Oh, who cares? Either way, we've lost. You lost it. Yeah, yeah so I... I, <laughs> I, I uh, I mean, that is... The, the, I mean, he's right. He's absolutely right. The the Greg, I was mucking about earlier, obviously. I was doing my arrogant thing, and I'm sorry about that if you took that seriously. But... um. You're right. The stakes of these things is rubbish. And from now on, if we're doing a game, there should be not so much a game. I don't think there's necessarily any, you need, you know, stakes involved or whatever for a game. But definitely, definitely for these bets, they can't be app bets anymore. They're rubbish. The I £10 know. bet was a good one, right? Yeah. Because, you know, that's, that's real cash. But I want to see like proper, proper punishments for the for whoever loses we that's what like, needs to do right, next time you've got to buy me an xbox one x or whatever you know we're not all living your lifestyle james not hey, everyone can, can commit your to butler that. to get everyone <laughs> <laughs> collective from the warehouse um mark from wigan i've just been listening to last week's episode great episode i think the comments about matt are a little strong though you criticize him for becoming a character can we all be honest for a second and admit you all play up to characters on the show uh, Dave likes to do his little Ricky Gervais bit to Matt's P- Carl Pilkington. I'm completely for that. Like, if anyone changes Pilkington, I'm that's obviously pretty, a merchant. I don't know. I think that's pretty accurate, Matt. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty. I think that's right as well. Mm. You are a bit of a Pilkington, Matt. Well, James is the moody one. Anyway, James likes to skulk around a website like a moody gremlin, and John does his <laughs> passive aggressive thing. Two All things have annoyed me about that sentence. One is an H in my name yeah. again. Salvation, John, for yeah. fuck's sake. <laughs> and passive aggressive. Come off it, mate. I'm not passive aggressive. <laughs> He's just opening it. Yeah, exactly. He's just straight passive up aggressive, aggressive is yeah. a terrible character trait. Aggressive is a good character trait. In well, good. It's better than passive aggressive. It's above it. <laughs> yeah, passive aggressive really is terrible. Uh, he sent this email in. Uh, this is Mark from Wigan. Uh, he continues. Mark, mate, you've you've really stirred the pot here. <laughs> no, no one's happy with you in, in this podcast. Ever. I mean, I'm fine. Yeah, I mean, I've always admitted to being like just ripping off Ricky Gervais as the first podcast I listened to. Yeah, we all we all but, have. Um, yeah, and well, you did last week. You went, yeah, yeah, I do rip off Ricky Gervais. Uh, no, no, but but, I, I, you know, we've all found out Gervais today that you're actually Pilkington, aren't you? I'm definitely you're more actually Pilkington. Character. I can't. No way, you a merchant character. He's funny. And clever. So thank you. (laughs) All of your listeners (laughs) will like slash dislikes different aspects of the personalities, but I don't think you should chastise Matt. It's what makes a show worth listening to, in my opinion. Thank you, Mark from Wigan. Uh, well, I mean, okay, all right. If you if you say so, mate, go on. Uh, Adam late to the party eight two. Glad someone mentioned the change in Matt on Matt Murray on the latest episode. He's changed from happy go lucky guy to trying far too hard to be something that doesn't suit him. Uh, oh, you've you upset him with the I was being mm. sarcastic comment there. Yeah, that's come look. back to bite you, hasn't it? Now look. <laughs> Rightly so. Um, Dave, Rightly you mentioned so. last week uh, about a tabletop game. I think it had some hexagons in it. You, you, and basically someone, uh, Dark J, a uh, playful wolf on Twitter, says it could be Battle Masters. Is that, does that sound? Battle Mar- let me Let me Google it. Basically, it's, it's, it's a mini game placed on a floor-sized mat. Uh, it was made in partnership with MB, a games workshop. It had a f- sweet plastic tower, and you played it a lot growing up. So 
Mat- Battle Masters. I think it was. I think you've done. Yeah, yes, it definitely was. It was Battle Masters. Well done, Playful yeah. Wolf. You win a 1,000. No, no, um, you win nothing. Uh, Nick, a few people actually um, liked and were impressed with J.J. Farley's uh, discussion about detention last week. And then Nick Part and Tweed absolutely jumped on J.J. Farley's suggestion of detention on last week's computer game pod. Matt, Matt, As a Jaded Horror fan, I'm desperate for something new. Um, Matt, why, why do you keep saying my, like my Twitter name rather than just my normal name? Because I'm, I'm, I'm reading the tweets. It's just weird. Just say, you know, James's suggestion. It's just a bit odd. Dr. Farley's suggestion. Yeah. Um, yeah. God, I'm really surprised he got praise for that because it was really boring. I almost <laughs> cut it. But go on. No, yeah, don't like, uh, Stansel, um, www.twitter.com slash uh, JTA Farley's bit on detention was surprisingly cerebral. I'm now um, uh, quite convinced he's actually a doctor or the very least compiling audition tape for Kane and Rince. So Puyoshi nope. likes it. Normally James moans about games, so this time they were quite a fan. Um, the only thing I liked about that whole section was that it was clear that James was reading from his little notes again. And he, he just he's, the way he speaks and the way he just acts is completely different when he's reading from his notes. It's really funny. Um, yeah. That's what I mean. And, and he, he edits on the fly as well, like when he's reading his little notes. And you, it's just insanely noticeable. Thanks, <laughs> Your whole demeanour changes. What? That's fine. It's, fine. About, yeah. it's good. Right. good to have the feedback. Go on. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> well, was that in your bit of paper? Good to have the feedback. Like, use that, <laughs> use that out of the line. Down. Don't listen to them, James. <laughs> What's your game? My game? What are you after? Me? John? Are you hoping to get involved in his will? Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> what is this? I just stand up for the truth, hey, mate. Nice, I've got, I, don't, I just nice stand up for the James. truth. I listen to that back. And I liked it. What? I, I listened to it live, and I listened to it again when I listened to the show back, and it was a good bit. Well, you're just going to continue. Are you gonna, do you want me to send you just that bit cut? No, so I've got it on the podcast. On I can listen down. to it whenever I want. <laughs> uh, John, do you want that bit played at your funeral? Yeah, he'll play it at yours, though, Matt, if you keep this up. I don't know if I've said this uh, on the podcast before, but John had the best idea for, what is it, uh, funeral music. <laughs> Funeral music. He was saying at his funeral, when his coffins get lowered into the ground, he wants the sound of a goal being scored in uh, Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> it was just that, you know those drums. Would you also have like, indoor fireworks? <laughs> yeah, yeah. fucking class flying. And the big, oh, it's got to be the big Green Reaper coming out now, isn't it? Yeah, doing the dab. Definitely, yeah. brilliant, definitely. Brilliant. Uh, we'll see if Ryan, we can pop, uh, Haman, we probably do um, it by then. Right? Emailed in. Uh, tons of uh, tons of uh, feedback about the drop mix suggestion. Uh, but one of which is actually you can tap the screen to see how many cards are supposed to be in your hands in one time, Dave. And actually, did you know we could actually have seven up, seven in our hands at once, at least in uh, versus mode? We weren't playing with what? three. No, we weren't. We were playing with five. We were playing. We were playing with five. We had five in our okay, hands. Okay, we've waking up. I have up to seven. He, he emails lo- loads of other uh, little tips. Um, still not convinced about the game, but it does sound like at least someone's getting some fun out of it. Someone's uh, yeah. Someone's trying to justify that purchase. That's what what's going on there. I can't imagine sitting there really and going, "Oh no, this is really good." But whatever, different yeah, people. I've got, in I've it. got seven cards in my hands. Things. There. <clears throat> um, we need to talk about Crackdown, okay. Dave. Uh, Darren Moore tweeted in. I don't know what's worse, Dave's Crackdown uh, stream or when he fucked up his ten thousandth game of threes. Do you want to explain what happened on Twitch? I will explain that during the what you've been playing thing because I've I've put Crackdown in there. But yeah. Um, yeah, I started streaming this week. Basically, 
to give you a little preview, uh, started streaming this week. Uh, Crackdown. The, the stream is going really well. We had to, I had some good good um, good viewers yeah. and lots of chat going on. I watched one the night before. Like that was two hours of. Oh, I liked it as well. Maybe want to get the game. Yeah. Um. Thank you. Um. And uh, yeah, the idea is is that forever. I mean, I've been banging on about finding this last orb in Crackdown. You know, I've been obsessed with it, and I've started streaming my attempts to try and find it and uh, find out how that went a little bit later. Um, and uh, <gasps> lastly, we had some feedback about um, what well, is a question from Sean Wilkinson. Just started last week's show. If I don't remember correctly, didn't Dave enjoy Sleeping Dogs? Uh, this is uh, further to the uh, Yakuza debate and uh, and whatnot. And you said we said we wanted to discuss it on the, on the show. Yeah, because what happened last week, if you, if you hadn't heard it, it was um, James said that I don't like anything from Japan. I and didn't say that. I, I said you I, weren't interested in Japanese culture. There's a difference. Right, okay. And I like Sleeping Dogs, so that was the answer. And you're there's right, a, yeah. Yeah, but there's I did a bit like of a problem dogs. there, because Sleeping Dogs is set in Hong Kong. Yeah. It's not Japanese. And it's an English okay. game. I d- yeah. I, did, I, I didn't... Well, no, the game... The fact that it's an English game doesn't make a difference, does it? Well, of course it does. Why? Because it's got an English design... Well, a Western design philosophy. Yeah, yeah but then so... you the The argument last week was... Oh, David, you you like uh, Mario and Dark Souls and Zelda, and they're Japanese games. And you went, no, it's not about where they're from. It's about no, it's what it's, it's about, about. Exactly, it's about the cultural side of things. And right, okay. I know that you're not that interested in like Japanese culture, are you? Like, really? Well, no, you said anything outside of what did you say? The Anglosphere or something? Yeah, anything outside the Anglosphere, like anything and which is. So Hong Kong is in that? No, because is it? I'm not talking about Hong Kong. We're talking about Japan here. No, you said anything outside the Anglosphere. Is, yeah, is, exactly. is Hong Kong so this, outside the Anglosphere? Well, no, because this game was developed inside the Anglosphere. No, yeah, but by, you said that wasn't where it was developed wasn't a wasn't an issue. Well, no, like, it, you said that it wasn't is an a issue. Factor. It is an issue as if, as John said, it affects the design philosophy. Whoa! What is this? The rules are ch- right. So you're <laughs> angry at me because I'm I don't. I'm angry at you. I don't care. There's it's... no games that I like that are set in Japan made by a Japanese developer. They're the rules. They're the two rules. No, I didn't say I'm angry about that. I just said that in general, I know that you're not that interested in exploring that, are you? I'm not particularly, no. Exactly. So I, said that, I said that last week. Yeah, well, there you go. That's, 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 all, we were, that's all I was saying. Okay. I, ju- I just don't know why the... Okay, whatever. Fucking hell. What a, what a meaningless thing to bring up. James, what a I meaningless didn't say, thing didn't say anything. I, all I know, because I said it's not meaningless, because if you're talking about something like Yakuza, it's not just about the game design as well. It's also oh, about whoa, the whoa, fact... Slow, right, okay, okay, okay. That's, that's, this, is where, this is where I've got to take you to task. Okay, sorry, guys. I, I know this has been going on for too long over several weeks. No, no, no hold no, on. Can I, just let me finish, right? It's oh, not just... Hell, James, no, it's on. not... No, because you're not just going to shout me down. It's like, look, it's not just about the game design. It's also about the fact that... The environment in which it's set in, you're not terribly interested in. So therefore, it's inevitable that you're not going to be so interested in, you know, like sort of giving it a chance and playing playing more through it. Hold on, I gave it more than more. Of a ch- I, I I played it for six or seven hours, James. That's nothing for a Yakuza game. That's no, like- no, no, that's bollocks. Don't tell me that. If six and seven hours, it's not grabbing me. Then why is that? Why is that my because, fault? Again, that's part of the design philosophy, though. Because right, with- so you're telling me flat out that I didn't like Yakuza. Because it's set in Japan and it's made by a Japanese developer. No, because it was, no, because it was adhering to specific design philosophies that I know that you don't like. 
because they're right. part because they're cultural design philosophies that you don't that you're not interested in. So the combat is excellent, is it? I just don't get it because no, I'm not interested. No, it's not about the combat. It's no, about no, the, the way... combat shit. But the, com- the, the combat, combat is not shit, David. The combat is shit. No, it's on really modern not. day standards, after, the, com- the, the combat amount, is below par. That's <laughs> on the amount of time that you played it. Again, you <laughs> can't you can't make that judgment because it begins to unlock more as you go Six along. Six or seven hours of it, James. Yes, but exactly. This is what I'm trying to explain to you. These games are designed to be a slow burn for a long period of time before no, things start to change. And what you you're don't doing, like that because what, you just no, want it to be doing, instant right, gratification. This is the other thing that made me. This is the other thing that made me laugh. You started off the conversation last week by saying, "I listened to what you said about Yakuza, and you made some very good points about things that you don't like about it." Yeah, I said that's right. From your perspective, and then every every time it was brought up after that, you challenged every one of my yeah because they're good. Yeah, they're good points from your perspective. But then also well, you whose can... Whose perspective am I supposed to say it from, James? What do you I'm mean? I'm the one fucking talking. I know, we, but then ha- I'm allowed what? to disagree with you from a different perspective. Of course you can. But you can't just turn around and go, well, you don't like Japanese games made by Japanese can, because you can developers. say that that's a reason why, you t- why you're not engaged uh, uh, with uh, it. Mate, that has, that, that has got nothing to do with the fact that me fi- thinking the combat was shit. Of course the, it has, because... The, the side no, no, stories because, were meaningless no, no, and because dragged the on part, for too long. The whole point of that I'm the, trying to make There was, there was way game, too much... No, this game is well, designed in a specific way to be a slow burn, to be a slow, like a slow develop, you know, developed game, which is something which a lot of Japanese developers go for. And you didn't like it because of that. I mean, that that's the main reason because you didn't see how things like the combat evolves. You didn't see how the stories evolve. You didn't see any of these things because you you finished like before you had that before you got to that part. So I, I mean, uh, when it's doing it, uh, okay. So a major criticism is it, it, it spends way too much time building stuff up. Exactly, but that's exactly, but that's what I was saying about how you don't like this style of design. I don't like that style of design. Well, exactly. No. This is this. We're not arguing. This well, is the yeah. Same. You just it's all good then. You both agree. Yeah. Well, at least that's cleared up. He just seems angry at me no, for not no, liking games. You two just you just. Discussed it all out and actually worked it all out, and you both agreed. It's fine. That's beautiful. Yeah, but John, John, yeah. fuck James. Well, that's different. How about that? Well, that's that's, okay. that's a different right, argument. Him. I don't, I don't like the bloke. He, he, he just, <laughs> oh, you could only say that's from your perspective. I know it's from my perspective. Fuck James, right? And that's the end well, that's of the discussion. The, right. That's the final word on it. Fuck it. Right? I thought, yeah, I just thought something special happened and you ruined it. Nah, fuck James. Up yours. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Uh, that's actually it for feedback. If you want to leave us feedback to get these two arguing, it's thecomputergameshow at gmail.com or you can tweet us at computergamepod on Twitter. Hi, Dash Radio listeners. Right, okay, should we uh, do the news then, James? Let's do your news. The news Let's been, see how this is. The news has been how brilliant. What? There's been like tons has of news, it? which has been great. The first bit of news is that Monster Hunter World is now Capcom's best selling game of all time. It's crazy, okay, right? right? Next, next story. No, no, no. Shut up, save. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm right. joking. See, because Capcom, what are their other huge titles, right? Street Fighter. Street Fighter, so Resident Street Evil. Street Fighter, Resident, Resident Evil, Evil, Mega Man. Mega I mean, Man, to be fair, to, 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 be, to be fair, that's a pretty amazing thing to happen. Yeah. Yeah. When you look at Street Fighter and, and Resident Evil, they're not little titles. It's not like they, this is all they've got is Monster Hunter. You see, I was thinking about this, though, because it's like you think, Back to Street Fighter in particular, and how like massive that was when we were younger. But then also the gaming market was tiny by yeah, comparison, absolutely. wasn't it? Yeah, and that's why it's so. Now it's just huge. Yeah, isn't but it? hold so, on, it's huge. Yeah, it's huge now. Like you got um, that's what you Evo is just 
Yeah, right, yeah. I'll weird create again, James. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck is going on? But yeah, but like, yeah, now yeah. even in the expanded market, the Street Fighter games aren't selling relatively as much as they were, if that makes sense, yeah. you know, in terms of like a... Because no, there was a problem percentage. with the last one. Again, I'm not too clued up on fighting games, so there was a problem with the, the last one, wasn't there? Just a bare-bones release, and they, yeah, they, they pieced it all together, and now it's in a really good shape, but um, it's still only, from what I understand, did, you know, a couple of million. Someone can correct me on that one. I think Street Fighter Four did good numbers, but yeah, I think World has beat it. I, I, I kind of assumed it would just be a Resi game, though. Like Resi 4 mm. or something like that across the different Yeah, well, formats. that's what I was going to say. I mean, if you'd have told me that Resident Evil sold more than Street Fighter, I would believe mm. you. But if you told me that Monster Hunter yeah. sold more than Resident Evil, that would be like, really? Yeah, especially when you think like, that's the Resident Evil 4 has been released on like everything yeah. known to man. Like, I think this one so just caught think... this like wave of, to go, kind of almost to go back to the subject that we were talking about before, this wave of like renaissance of Japanese game design when people mm. in the West becoming really invested in games that are a bit more demanding of the player, plus the fact this is far less um, obscure and uh, esoteric than the other Monster Hunter games. I mean, I played this one. I tried to play one of the older ones. I was like, oh, I like Monster Hunter now. And I played four on the on the DS. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, you can't play this. This makes no sense at all. So there have been huge differences in this one. And it's just coming out at the right time, all these sorts of things. But still, I'm still really surprised by that. I mean, you this think is so the other thing Fighter, that I think but- highlights for me. Uh, that, uh, that I find really interesting. The, the the general rule of releasing games is that if you release them by Christmas, no matter how insanely you know um, populated it is with games released, <clears throat> like heading towards Christmas, the idea was that it would always sell a certain percentage more than it would have done any time other in the year, and that's why Christmas time gets totally overpopulated with games released. Like, there's so many games coming out. Is that starting to fade away now because we're hearing more and more stories of games being released in february march april time that are going on to sell massive numbers do really like be really successful games and more and more stories around that christmas period about games that have released and flop Mm. so i'm I'm interested to see how much because it come out in a period where nothing else was coming out it was sort of so the there was a lot more focus on this game than there would have been had it been released in November or December yeah. last year. I think Capcom's been a, trying to. Sorry, there's Jane. another yeah. There's there's another factor with this as well, which I hate to say it, but which is China, which is that this is massively popular there, and their population's huge, and loads of people play it. And I mean, when I when I lived there, I used to see people on the subway all the time playing it. It was um, like yeah, on, for sure, yeah. And we we like knew that, it's is, always had that. Um, following, but they've released loads of Monster Hunter games, and they haven't taken off in the same way yeah, around the rest of the this world. One has, yeah. is, this one has is like home console, home console gaming on like you know PS4. Well, I'm assuming not Xbox, but PS4 is still is that big in China? Uh, not well. Last time I was there, not yeah. uh, so much because I remember back in the day there was the big piracy problems, and then yeah, restrictions. Yeah. So that's one thing because obviously Monster Hunter World's only out on Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah. It's not out on PCs. Well, I know PCs massive over there. The Xbox One is out over there, like officially, like you can buy it. Mm. Um, but there's there's issues with it because you can't get certain games for it and all that kind of thing. And there's only like, but I think Monster is probably one of the ones that you can get. But PlayStation does 4, Xbox Live work over there? Then yeah, they've got their own. Or is version. it a separate? Yeah, there's, there's so it's their own version yeah. again. It's all regulated. And I'm that. presuming it's walled off. I mean, I don't know because I've not used it since. I mean, when I was there, I used to just connect to UK servers anyway, which is why the lag was awful. But um, yeah, I, I'm not so sure. Also, it's mm. done this within just five weeks, which is crazy. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's done well. How, 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 what's your latest with that, Matt? Are you still really enjoying it? Oh, still yeah, I can't, I can't put it, I can't turn it on. I mean, I can't, I haven't played it. <laughs> I can't turn it <laughs> I on. It. That sounds about right. Uh, next story. Okay, so Microsoft has brought back inside Xbox. Yes! Um, which is, um, so this seems to feel a bit like it's Microsoft's answer to like the Nintendo Directs, although Inside Xbox was around before because they used to run it on the 360. And um, yeah, and it was it was fantastic. Yeah, it was really good on the and then they 360. Did, worth, and then they created watching. their own show called Outside Xbox, and now they brought them back. It, it seems um, right. So is it the same people that were doing no, Outside? No, 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 not no, entirely. No. no, this is um, so basically it's monthly. It's two hours long, and it's Major Nelson and uh, some other people as well. And, great, uh, and AC Bongos and yes, yeah. Lydia's doing it as well, isn't she? She was oh, yeah, part yeah. of it. Good gaming, yeah. In, yeah. So, um, yeah. No, so, uh, happy for her. But the, but yeah. I mean, you seem to uh, be pretty negative about this in the chat earlier, James. Well, it's kind of okay. So it's a mixture of like developer interviews, competitions, which I hate, and all the- <laughs> why? Why oh, do just, you hate competitions? Just, it just feels so corporate and horrible. I just don't like it. It's, what? It's just, no, it's all like, make sure you're watching Mixer, guys, and then you might be able to like win a copy of Sea of Thieves or whatever. And how it's just, can you look at that and get angry? I don't get angry. Like, it's just like, it's just so, I don't know, it just feels a bit cheap and cringy and stuff. You know, it's, I don't know, I don't like it. But anyway, <laughs> so they've also got all this like audience engagement stuff as well, where they've got like people tweeting in pictures of like Sea of Thieves and stuff. But it's all just like really corporate and sort of a bit cringy. And I mean, it's nothing to get really angry about. It's just, the thing about it is, is it would just be so much better if it was shorter and more focused because it's two hours long, and that's quite a long time to be with Major yeah, Nelson. But is every episode going to be two hours long? I think so. Yeah. Are you think I so, mean, or you know so? I mean, this is. Are you going on fact? Well, that's what they said. What? Well, they said this is what we're doing. So they I'm, said this is what we, we're going to do. Two hour shows every time. They said I mean, that. I haven't watched the whole thing. It was bad. <laughs> I'm not going to go back and watch all of it and do I, that. I mean, James, you sent over like a highlights video from the two yeah. hour show, and it was not. It, the video is ninety seconds long, and there's a lot. There's a lot of filler, even in that. In those ninety seconds, there's lots yeah. of like cuts to someone saying a word and then moving over to something else. I don't, am I the only one that can't rag on this stuff? I like it. I like it. Did you it. watch it? Well, would you sit not? there, David? Would you sit there for two hours and watch this? I probably not, but some exactly. people will. And if they're if they're building up some sort of connection with their their fans, like with Xbox fans, then it's all it's good, fun. isn't it? I, that's what I said. It's not hopefully, to get angry hopefully they'll about. refine it and get to the point where it'll actually be worth watching for announcements. That's what I'd want. You know, I'd, yeah, I'd and, want but them if it's to shorter, I would that. definitely get, do that. But then I'm not going to sit and watch a two-hour show for the odd announcement. Are they going like, to do that though? This is this sounds so unofficial. Yeah, they said, "Well, we're going to do like the." Uh, David, none, I none haven't of you know, checked dear. all the details about their right, production okay, schedule. Okay. I don't so know. So the answer to you, right? So the answer to the original question is it two hours every week? Then should have been. I don't know, mate. Actually, to be honest if with I you, I don't know that, what they've got planned for. Oh, great! Oh, you don't know anything because that's what you well, always say. Do you research? You're learning lots of lessons here. Oh, sure. <laughs> but seriously, I I think if they can build up something that works in the same style as um, the original Inside Xbox for a start and, and heading towards these Nintendo Direct things, I think that's a great thing. Yeah. And all right, I can't stand Major Nelson. He makes me cringe my teeth out of my face, right? I can't, I don't understand like why he's in the position he's at, right? We've covered this before. But 
it clearly it's working to some degree because he's had that job for a long time. So, all right, he doesn't appeal to me or whatever, but some people must like him. I think maybe anyone. Can you can you um, write in if you do? Because like John, what 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 do you think about this movie? Uh, well, I didn't watch the show. I watched that minute highlight that James put up in the in the chat, and it looked bloody awful. But um, yeah, it's a funny one because Inside Xbox kind of predated the way YouTube gaming went. It was you know doing stuff with with video and video and gaming that that didn't really exist before that um it wasn't perfect but i think dan and and andy did a good job and they kind of changed the game a little bit and you know both of them doing very well for themselves now with andy with outside xbox and dan as his production company so um i think they're fine but it's a bit weird to bring it back with that name and to be something that's way more that was the interesting thing about before is it was a corporate thing but it was actually a little bit interesting, do you know what I mean? It had a personality. Mm, yeah. And now looks this looked like, and again, I didn't watch the whole thing, I only watched that minute's highlight, but it looked the similar sort of banal crap that was that Gamescom stream where exactly. people were yeah. talking in a way that I just, for me personally, I just, I can't abide. There's zero edged, everybody talking like this weird, like the children's TV presenters, but talking to adults. And yeah, mm. as if adults John, can't handle how any. How can you say that? I mean, it's clearly. I mean, Microsoft clearly believes strongly in transparency, inclusion, and having an authentic two-way conversation with their fans. Come on, this is. I, I I'll, I'll be interested to see how it changes. As as uh, like like John, I've not seen the full thing. Um, and um, but I'll be interested to see if they really do pump out a two-hour show. I mean, the development, uh, the developer interviews. I, I yes. They may be a bit pre-scripted and everything, but I'd be interested to see more of those and see where that sort of stuff goes. I just don't... I can't rag on it. I because know, this is I what ju- I said. I I'm, just think- I'm not getting angry about it. I'm just saying, I, as I said, I wish it was a bit more focused because it just feels... And less competitions. Yeah, exactly. It's terrible. Okay, it's just I, terrible. James, if this show... Fucking hell. If this show blew up and we were asked to do something like this, and we had to like say, hey, you know, I hope you're watching us on Twitch for a chance to win a copy of, you know, something, um, Fallout 9. W- would you just be in the background? You can read all that stuff would out. You, would, would, would you, you can just, read it all out. I'm would, not doing Would that. you just stay at home because you didn't want to be involved in the competition? No, you can read it all out. I'm just not doing it myself. Hold on, but just... what's the situation, Matt? Who are we working for? Yeah, what is this hypothetical? What is this? Well, okay, well, so, say, say Sony wants to do something similar, and we were like, so they said, yeah, you guys are clearly the right people for the job. We want to do uh, a, a Sony uh, variant of the show, but you guys are going to present. Uh, but there's loads of competitions well, you I need to really get like audience engagement up. James, what would you do? Just I told you, I don't sit I, on the couch and ignore you it. Can, you can sit there and do it, Matt. I don't want to be part of this crass entertainment because it's rubbish. <laughs> so I've, I've like, one, I've like, me, me and James, me and James are out. We're going to do interface two. I've got one question for James. Right before you go, all right, you've decided that you're not going to be a part of it, but um, it is in your contract, which we've made you sign. I don't know how, but fine. Um, you've got to come up for a name for the Sony one, the Sony version. Go on. I don't know. Oh, come on, no, you can't on, do, do that to me just like yes, on the spot. You're in the ballroom. You're in the ballroom. What's the name of the yeah, Sony one? What you going to call access. it? There you go. <laughs> Uh, we've, that's our name of our YouTube channel. We can't yeah. use that. Yeah, I know, I know. James. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I do like the idea of like Dave and or me and or John presenting and then James in the background with like crossed arms wearing, yeah, wearing just a shaking suit. his head. <laughs> no, because it all gets a bit Jeff Keighley, doesn't it? With the whole, you know, the 
Doritos and all that kind of thing. It's just, I don't know, I don't like it. With the Doritos and that, you sound like an old man now. Uh, it all gets a bit Chef Keely with the Doritos and the competitions uh, and the I, stickers. I the they, they announced yeah. about the Xbox Spring Update and you can finally share stuff, videos and that to Twitter. So uh, at least there's one good thing that's coming out of the Spring Update. Yeah. About time. About Major, time. Major Nelson okay, did fine. have his white gloves on again. You know, he was doing his um, unboxing stuff and everything again. So you, you, you can watch that, Dave, because I know you like that. How long's he got, that fella? What do you mean, to live on years? this planet? <laughs> well, either. <laughs> Whatever. Come on, let's go. Next, Two co- years. next news item. Okay, so next we've got Fortnite. I see, I didn't put this in the news. I don't know who oh, did, f- but... Was it you again, Matt? It was a massive news story, so yes. Oh, who Getting cares? Involved. Okay, it's Fortnite Battle Royale is coming to mobile. Now, the idea with this, what's different... Um, about this story is that it's pushing cross-platform play, right? Yeah. So you can play With people on Xbox and PC. Was it PS4 and PC? What are the caveats? Okay. What it is, is it's mobile players have the choice to opt in to PlayStation 4 and PC queues, like to join them, but PS4 and PC players can't get into mobile lobbies. Right, okay, fine. The, uh, currently, with the... Um, John, you play a bit of Fortnite and stuff. Yeah. So, so can you opt out of playing PC players on a, the console version? Um, is it? I don't think. You, yeah, I mean, you're not playing PC players with the console version right now. Because yeah, I don't think cosplay is oh, really? yeah, live. You're, that, you're yeah. just playing the people on your console. Because that that always worries me. That like, I don't want to play with PC yeah, people. Part of it is because oh. Yeah, yeah on the phone version you can opt in to play cross platform. I don't know if you can then pick platforms, but you or you can just play against phone people. Why you'd opt in, I don't know, because you're just going to get murked instantly. But I wonder, the I wonder there. how you play it then. Can you connect? Oh, I assume it's got controller support with it, right? I don't know, don't but it's. I mean, because it's going to be cross platform in the sense that progress that you have in the mobile version will also carry over to ah, PC and console and stuff. Yeah, but I think yeah, yeah. I don't think it's going to be with controllers. I'd imagine it will still be touchscreen, won't it? So because they want. Yeah, I mean, I can't see why they wouldn't add controller support because that makes so much more sense, doesn't it? So uh, just like then it you does, could take it- your phone. And your your pad with you and play a normal game of Fortnite on the move. Yeah, well, it if does. But if then you've got like only an iPad Pro and a yeah. yeah if you've got pad, like a brilliant. made for iPhone like controller, then you can. Yeah, but not many people have that kind of thing. I mean, if it was them, they're definitely going to be designing this for touchscreen because that's the majority of the players will be playing. Oh, that of way. course, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying only controller support. I'm just wondering if that was additional. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be touchscreen controls with it. Weird one. I don't know how you play a game like that with touchscreen, but well, this is. I, I mean, we'll give it do you want to hear what Epic said about it? Go on. So they said... What do you say? What did they say, James? We believe this is the future of games, the developer wrote. I'll leave off. The same game on all platforms, console quality graphics and action, play when you want, where you want, just with ship controls. That, that, I added that bit. Did obviously. they said that, did they? <laughs> no, no, I just added that um, I, I mean, as John said, well, I think Matt said in our group chat, the Switch version's not too far away, is it? Oh, yeah, I can't believe they could get I it really thought it was going to be announced at Direct. We'll obviously come to Direct in a minute, but... Yeah, I mean, the Switch, a Switch version will be announced or out this year, surely. Yeah, I, I think that's a uh, guarantee. But yeah, this whole like, cross-platform thing, it's like it's kicking off again with like Xbox and uh, Xbox and PlayStation because obviously Xbox, Microsoft really want it. Uh, Play, uh, PlayStation, it seems, don't want to do uh, cross-platform with Xbox because uh, currently Xbox One players can play with PC, Mac, and mobile. PS4 players can play with PC, Mac, and mobile. 
Xbox want there to be PS4 cross-platform, but uh, Sony are having none of it. They, they've they've been after that for ages. Yeah. Um, I remember Rocket when it first sort of stuff. come about during Rocket League was they wanted to hook up, and uh, Sony just said flat out now no. Mm. So um, yeah. they've got no reason Shame. to do so, have they? In the sense that obviously it's better for game you know, for gamers, but just it's stop but being for them dicks for five minutes. They don't maybe. care though, do they? Anyway, uh, speaking of the mobile version, there is a trailer out. It looks great, and there is like a registration now that you can sign up to to basically get in a queue to get the game when it comes out. Android version will be out in a few months. I thought it was out now on iOS. Uh, no, no, then, the, the registration today has opened up, and then you'll. Well, I mean, and people will be getting emailed in a queue or whenever they to, to download the game, uh, but it's not out on the store yet unless it's something's happened in the last hour. Okay, okay. So the last piece of news is obviously is the Nintendo Direct, um, which very uh, exciting, which isn't it? Every time this is announced now, I like the fact that they say. Nintendo Direct tomorrow. It's just enough time to get excited for it and not enough time to forget that it's happening. So, um, yeah, I like the way they do their shit at the moment. It was an exciting one, wasn't it? It was okay. It wasn't amazing, but it was good. This is what I'm also loving about this, though, because, you see, coming from, like, the Wii U years, whenever one of these came up, you were like, oh, what's it going to be this time? Is it going to be, like, half an hour of, like, people talking about Yoshi plush toys? Or is it going to be something good? Whereas now, it's like really packed with stuff, which is, um, yeah, it makes it pretty well, exciting to listen to. More importantly, they're announcing stuff we didn't know. Um, there were there were several uh, in the Wii U years, as you say, where it was barely even announcing anything. It was uh, They were just there showing off games that are coming out and rather than sort of making big announcements. But they seem to be announcing something relatively big every every Nintendo Direct at the moment. So, should we go through them? Yeah, can I, shall I just go through what we've got and then you can say whether you're interested or not? Well, and, as, um, yeah, as we go through them, yeah. Okay, so, first of all, there's WarioWare Gold. That's um, that's coming out, so that's for the 3DS. So, yeah, so they started with the 3DS stuff, didn't they? Mm-hmm. They, they sort of got that out of the way and then, and then moved on to Switch oh, stuff. Man, I was so um, hoping that would come out on Switch. <laughs> yeah, it would have been good, actually. It's kind of shut us all up, I guess, because, I mean, when the Switch came out and we were talking, they announced, look, we're still going to be developing for the 3DS. We were all going, yeah, all right, <laughs> yeah, cool. that's going to be dead soon. But we're a year on and they're still really, like announcing games for it. Mm. That's but pretty th- impressive. This must be its last E3, though. Reckon? I don't know, because the, the install base is still massive. Well, well, you know, it's it's pretty big, and I think they're positioning this still as being, like, for younger people, even more so. Yeah, now. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So it, it as sense. you say, you bought, you bought a 2DS for your son not too long I ago. I did, yeah. So. Just, um, just last week, we bought, like, a 2DS XL, you know, the, the new 2DS, you know, for him for his birthday. And, um, yeah, he's lo- he's loving it. It was It's kind of perfect for him, really. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, and then we've got um, Akami HD is coming for Switch. Which is um this is a good thing, obviously. We knew that, didn't we? We knew it was coming. Did we? Yeah, wasn't it announced um, well, at E3 last it was annu- year? It was no, it was announced for PS4 and Xbox, but not for not for Switch. And everyone was like, "Why isn't it coming to Switch?" And then now it is. Oh, that's no, that's weird because a PR website that I use um had it listed for the Switch a, a few months ago. Really? So it, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was announced, but I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Okay. Then we got Sushi Striker, the way of the uh, Sushido. Looks alright. Okay, anyone want to talk about that? Yeah, it looks alright. It's like, it looks got that match, match three thing. Like, it looks like something you'd like, Dave. Yeah. I probably will. I it's love like a puzzle three. game, yeah. You love sushi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we got Travis Strikes Again. Um, that looks weird. 
Yeah, I mean, no more heroes. Yeah, I know those games are always weird, but they look quite different to what I thought it was going to be. Lower budget, but uh, I'm intrigued still. But it, I just assumed what? it was going to be another normal, no more heroes. Not that you can call that series what? normal, but do you know what I mean? Like third person. Well, that's back. it. What was a good? Well, so what is a no more heroes game? Is it an action adventure game? Well, yeah. I mean, they're both they're both weird, and they've got lots of tangents and weird little um, sort of non sequitur sections. But ultimately, they're a behind the back combat game, really, aren't they? Yeah. Whereas this was more like top down, and it looked it looked fucking weird. But um, okay. I'm not sure. I don't know if it looked good, but I mean, who knows? We didn't see much of it. Fine. Okay, and uh, then we've got Dark Souls Solaire Amiibo is coming. Oh come on! What a great what a great shout for an Amiibo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that. Somehow that character is so beloved, and to have that as an Amiibo is is, is a great shout. And the interesting thing was that. Uh, to do the praise the sun thing, you use the amiibo yeah. to do it. Yeah, some people aren't. Some people uh, are a little bit annoyed about that. The fact you need the amiibo to do it is that confirmed? Like you can't do it without the amiibo. I'm very sure it has been locked behind the amiibo. I mean, right, so okay. whereas before, oh. I mean, I've never even bothered using emotes in um, in Dark Souls. But do you have to earn them, or are they just all there? How's it work? Um, you yeah, you unlock them, don't you, okay. as you go through the game. Um, I think so. Anyway, I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, no, I could see why people would be upset by that if their favourite um emote is 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 locked behind an amiibo. Yeah, I'm not into amiibos, but this that that looks like one that it looks like it might it might be worth to have. no, it might be nice to have on your desk. It looks cool. I wonder what that's like then if you buy the like because obviously they ain't gonna do amiibos for the PS4 or Xbox One version. So what are they saying? Okay, yeah, you need the amiibo to do it in this version, but everyone else gets it for free. Yeah, I'm, that, I'm that, that, so. yeah that would uh, that would definitely piss people off. That does sound weird, though, doesn't it? I mean, I'd have thought that it would it'd be like an optional extra, and it just gives you some extra armor or something like that, rather than like the emote. Is that's a bit odd? Yeah, it's a bit odd. Okay, so we got that, and then Square Enix. You know, there's the Octopath Traveler. There was like a demo for it on the Switch. That's finally got a release. Yeah, but for starters, this went on for way too long. Uh, not not secondly, as long as the Mario Tennis bit. That was insane. Oh god, yeah, yeah well, we'll talk about that. Um, secondly, the, it's a strange one, isn't it? Because um, I can understand why it's single player focus. The uh, the new DLC. Sorry. So this is they're bringing. Octolings, what they're calling no, 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 octolings. You're getting mistake. You're getting mixed up here. This isn't about Splatoon. What am I doing? This isn't Splatoon. Oh, really? No, this is Square oh, Enix. On. It's Octopath Traveler. It's an RPG. Oh right, I'm totally getting also, mixed just up. Just before we get into it properly, I've just looked up and basically, uh, ba- uh, Bandai Namco confirmed that you can still earn the Praise the Sun emote for regular gameplay, so it's not locked behind oh, right, emote. Okay, fine. No, no. But if you, no, have, but okay. if you have the emo, you can get it straight away. Alright, well, I don't care about the Square Enix thing then. Yeah, so it's a joint RPG. It's coming out on the 13th of July. Okay. Definitely don't care about it. Uh, next, we've got uh, Crash Bandicoot is coming to Switch. So that, you know, the trilogy that everyone bought for some inexplicable reason is uh, is coming to the Switch. More importantly, Crash, Crash Bandicoot is a first-party title from... It's not. No, it's not. First, it? It's not. It's an Activision game. It's um, yeah. Oh, is it really? Yeah, okay. it is, yeah. It's All right, it's one of those things I think because like in in the beginning of its life it was like a first party kind of thing kind of but then yeah Activision bought it and they own it it's like Spyro the Dragon's oh, right. the same it's uh, yeah. okay well then it's not it's not a big deal then is it yeah. I mean I understand why they want to put it out on the Switch it's, uh, it's coming to Xbox no as well like pretty soon so well there we go then there we go okay then we got Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story so another 3DS re-release of the of a DS game but it's also got Bowser's Junior's 
question it. I mean, I don't think anyone... Is anyone here interested in this? Not really. No. I played the original. It was good. Not bad. Not one of the better ones, though, but... Yeah. And then Luigi's Mansion is getting a remake for 3DS, which is also a shame. I mean, I wish that was coming to Switch. Yeah, I mean, I, I, there was rumours that a double pack might be coming to Switch for Luigi's Mansion with the, the you know the first two games, but um, yeah, I mean, it's it, I, I'm well, I don't know how quick it would be to port it over from the GameCube, but it doesn't seem like a, they've done a massive job. It, it really surprised me how bad it looked in those yeah. trailers that they were showing. I mean, it is the 3DS, so I'm being a bit harsh there, but. Um, my word, yeah, I was like, whoa, hold on, did this ever look like this? I'm no, sure it looked no, better it, on the GameCube. It looked really good on the GameCube, from, well, just, probably just the memory speaking. But, exactly, uh, that's exactly yeah. what's happening, yeah. Okay, and then also, uh, is Undertale is coming to the Switch. I don't know anything about this game at all. I mean, this, everyone's raving about this in like you know, two or three, two years ago, whenever it was out, I remember like Giant Bomb guys like talking about it tons in their game, their game of the Year episodes. I know nothing about it, but it, it was quite a nice trailer, full of character. It felt though that I should have known those noises and stuff. Like it seemed like it was like a obvious reveal trailer, and it's like, oh my god, it's the noises of the characters. I can't yeah, wait. Yeah, it's pretty obvious if like, you had played it. You're like, oh, never yes, heard about guys. this. <laughs> never heard of this. You never even heard okay. of it. Oh yeah, I have. Giant Bomb was talking about, it, and you were going, oh, did you listen to Giant Bomb? They were talking about this game, and I was like, no, Matt, stop talking about Giant Bomb. Um, that's probably about as much as I've heard or know about that game. So there you go. Okay, and then Captain Toad is also coming, but it's coming to Switch and also 3DS. Harry was really excited to see New Donk City in a different, <laughs> in yeah. a different sort of way. Um, yeah, so they've they're adding new levels to it. They're basing it over some um, Mario uh, Odyssey levels. Was this a budget title for the Wii U, it, or did it come out full price? It was cheap. I remember when it came out, it was definitely cheaper than it was cheaper, wasn't it? Yeah, it, but it's going to be full price to the Switch, isn't I'm it? I'm sure I it see? will be. Yeah, why not? How do you feel about that? Because, I mean, I love the fact that these games from the Wii U era are coming over to the Switch, right? I love that, like, genuinely. Um, but for them coming out the same price as the new games, is that is that taking a piss a bit? It depends. I mean, I it depends if you've played it or not, I guess, really. I mean, otherwise, does it really matter? I mean, well, does it? Well, like, Bayonetta 1 and 2, like, I had those on Wii U, so I didn't bother buying them on Switch, because I've already played yeah, them. Yeah, but they like, were also cheaper. They were, like, a half price from a standard game, weren't they? No, they Wasn't weren't. Bayonetta 2 for the Switch 30 quid? Uh, well, yeah, it got discounted, but when it first came out, it was full price. 60? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Well, for, for the Switch... No, for the, uh, what's it called, for the uh, This is what I'm talking about, for the Switch. So you're taking Wii U games, putting them on the Switch, and charging full price again? Well, no, because it's, che- it's cheaper on the Switch than it was on the uh, on the Wii U. What was? Bayonetta. I know, I know, that's what I'm saying. That was fine with that. But now we're looking at Mario Kart 8 was full price. Um, then you've got these, these other games. They're releasing quite a few, right? So you've got but, Donkey Kong Country Freeze, yeah. Tropical Freeze, you've got... Um, Toad Treasure Tracker. I'll be interested to see the pricing for that. But and they, how are, they, could they are adding it. extra content, I think, as well. I, I mean, they're definitely adding extra content. To, there's a few, yeah. There's a few levels. Yeah. Like Mario Kart Eight, obviously, that had all the DLC as well, like as part of it. As uh, what do you think, John? Uh, well, you, I'm kind of funny about this sort of stuff. It's, to me, it's not a rip off if people are going to buy it full price. It's as simple as that. I guess so. But I mean, yeah, well, maybe yeah, I shouldn't I guess, take but... the, the corporate point of view, but I just. That's the way my brain works, supply and demand. Like if they're gonna if people will pay it, charge it. I mean that's just that's the way my brain works. 
If it's I mean, a ripoff, don't buy it. Like that. That. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. as simple I, as that. I I definitely want to get this Captain Toad game. I've seen so many people talk so highly about it, and I, I when I I talk to people about Switch, and they're like, "Oh, did you have a Wii U?" And Captain Toad was great. Three levels max. Three levels max. You'll play that. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I also I I mean, you say so many people spoke so highly of it. I didn't see that sort of buzz for it i saw a lot of people saying oh this is nice yeah i've I've said this before but like it certainly seemed like it was a good game but far from you know a classic um i I still want to play it you know i love those those bonus levels in 3d world um and by the sounds of it it's just more of that uh i just yeah i i probably wouldn't pick it up for full price personally that's my my view I'd be more inclined okay. to go and grab the old one. We've still got the Wii U, so go and grab the old one for a tenner. Yeah, yeah, for real. Okay, and then Splatoon 2 is getting single-player DLC, which okay. is the... sorry, this is what we were talking about. Yeah. There we go. So they're calling it... Firstly, they dared to call, like, name another year. They've called 2018 the year of the Octolings, mm. and I thought, you've gone from Luigi to Octolings there. What, if anything, that, that's that Luigi year Luigi. was a bad year for Nintendo. It, it didn't work that well. Cracking year for Luigi, though. Yeah. Well. Yeah. His profile went through the roof. Um, <laughs> the no, the, I mean, so it's there's these Octolings. Have they been in the world of Splatoon before? Are these all brand new ideas that they're putting in there. No one no, knows. Sorry, um, I was waiting so, for someone else to answer. Yeah, they're the bad guys, aren't they? From yeah, yeah. The they're in Splatoon too. I, I know that. Ah, oh, right. Okay, fine. Um, so yeah, it's single player DLC. Um, I, what, what did they say? It was twenty quid. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know anyone that would solely. I can't see this being a massive seller. They're in a in a not a shit situation because Splatoon two is fantastic. Blah blah blah. But obviously. They put out so much free content for that game, like a ridiculous amount of free content for that mm. game. And that's a good idea, you know, like, because they want to keep the player base all wrapped up. They don't want to splinter that player base uh, by locking them behind, you know, DLC or whatever. So they've released single player DLC. I mean, I'm not going to buy this. I can't see Japan, Japan many other people. It. Japan no, is it's, obsessed. It's done, Do you think it's cr- the single it's player stuff? Crazy They're obsessed with it's, this game in Japan. But what for? The single player or the multiplayer? Just everything about it, the whole yeah. game. They love it. It's They're nuts for okay. it. The, cult, the culture, right, the style, enough. everything. They just fucking love it over there. All right. Well, then fair game. I've totally misread that. If that if that's true, then and this sells well, then great. Because it means that there'll be more free content for the multiplayer. Uh, because the game will stay alive for longer. So, you know, good on Nintendo then. Yeah, I'm just, it's, it's like Splatoon 2 is the first game to hit 2 million sales in Japan this decade, which is, yeah, it's it's done really well. 2 million, though, that doesn't sound a lot. Or am I crazy? Not many people, are there? Mm. Uh, okay. Okay, so that's Splatoon. And then there was also Little Nightmares is coming to Switch, which, I don't know, looks all right. Yep, I mean, I never played that game, but I'd be more likely to play it on the yeah, Switch than I would on a home console. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard it's good too. And then we had Mario Tennis Aces, which went on for ages, and uh, yeah, didn't enjoy that very much. I thought it looked alright. It, 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 yeah, it looks alright, but it's what I mean, is like the, the presentation just went on for a bit too long, I thought, but... Yeah, that's just I, suppose I was watching it with Elliot, so it was a bit different, he was just pumped for it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, again, Harry seems really pretty excited for it, Pete. It depends on how that. well balanced it is, doesn't it? Whether it's all going to be like you know super shots and all that kind of thing, then it's all over. Or... Not not to kids, they won't care, will they? 
like Harry just wants to see like Mario on in any form that he possibly can at the moment. So, um, yeah, whether that would be a factor in the sales or or whatever, I can't see kids like too interested in tennis in the first place. But what do I know? Go on. And then the last thing was the big reveal of Super Smash Brothers for Switch. That's fine, but you did miss out the um, one of the announcements that I was really excited for was. Um, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll try and say it the way they said it. Oh, yeah, South yeah. Park, the fractured butthole. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, they were doing everything to try and disguise the title of that game during that trailer. And coming up, the South Park, the fractured butthole. Uh, yeah, I'm. I think that's great that that's coming to Switch. Firstly, I mean. Uh, it's probably going to be one of the most offensive games ever to come out on, and like from it, not uh, yeah. Well, it's one of the most offensive games to come out on a Nintendo console, right? It has to be because some of the jokes in there are fucking strong. Um, secondly, I really liked uh, the the Stick of Truth and the Fractured Butthole come out in a time where I was playing so much other stuff that there's no way I could have played it. But as with everything on the Switch, I get so much more screen time with that than I do any of my other consoles um, because I can play it when someone else is using the telly. I will probably play this at some point, so I'm really happy that it's coming out on Switch. It seems perfect. It seems perf- the perfect sort of, if I was going away for a week on a holiday, uh, just uh, buy that just before I go away so I can blitz through it on holiday. It sounds, it sounds great for that. So, um, yeah, I was really happy that's come out come out for Switch. Good, good on them for getting games like that on there. Um, so yeah, and then the, you had the Smash Brothers stuff at the end. Yeah, uh, I don't understand if this is a re-release of the Wii U version or a brand new Smash Brothers game. Is there any bit? There been any clarity on that? We got no idea. Apart, I mean, apart from the fact that it's going to have Splatoon characters in it, I, I don't know. I mean, I really would imagine it's probably going to be like a, you know, a bit like Mario Kart Eight was in the sense that it's I don't be- think it will. See, really? I, if I had to predict, I would think it was a brand new Smash game. Well, yeah, it'll be a brand new game, but I think it's going to be built on the, the Wii U version. I agree, I agree James. Yeah. What do you mean? Built on it? Well, it'll be the same a brand game. New game <clears throat> a brand new game, but built on it. Well, it's a brand new game because it's, it's a new release, but it's going to be built. It's going to be the same pretty much as the Wii U version, just with some extra characters yeah, but are they the going to name? So what was the Wii U version called again? Super Brawl. Smash Bros. Wii U. Right, so they yeah, uh, it's tricky then, isn't it? They can't call it Super Mario, Super Smash Brothers Wii U Deluxe. Super Smash Brothers Switch, Switch I guess they'll call it. Yeah, they could call it Super Smash Bros. Deluxe. Oh yeah, but you think it's going to be right? Okay, you think it's going to be the same game as the Wii U version, but with added content? Yeah, well, they'll, what they'll do is they'll they'll shove in all the DLC from Smash Brothers on the Wii U because there was loads of it, like loads of characters, there was loads of stages and stuff, and also stick in the um, the characters from. Uh, yeah, from Splatoon. That's it. I, yeah, I really, it, it, I'm certain like, they're going to do it's, that. It's number four, right? And it hasn't been... Four wasn't released on, on the Wii U, was it? It was like Brawl or Melee or whatever. Okay. No, the, they're saying on the Wii U, they, it, it was, was Super called Smash Super Brothers Smash Brothers Wii U. Brothers was, Wii U. Was, yeah. What they did was they released two versions, because there, the, there was the Wii U version and the 3DS version, and they were developed at the same, like exactly the same time, and they were really, really similar to each other. And I think I'm certain they're going to use that again because okay, it fine. Makes more sense. You're, you're probably right then because I I I thought it had a name like Brawl or whatever. And then when I saw 
it come up at the end, Super Smash Brothers, with no sort mm. of title underneath it. I thought, holy right, so is this a brand new game or, or is it just a, a remaster version of, of the last one? Um, but yeah, you could be right then, it could be a remaster. Um, uh, I mean, uh, uh, so there's loads of people with different theories about whether it is or whether it isn't. I mean, um, like uh, Sakurai uh, tweeted saying, right now, what the translated version of his tweet said, right now we're just at a stage where we revealed this game, but I've been working on this game in silence day after today, a uh, day after day. Please wait until we can release more information or until release day. I mean, that doesn't sound like it's just a port. That sounds like it putting heart and soul into making a new game, but it's weird that it's quite ambiguous. I, I, I just can't see why they would do that when they could just repackage this. It makes more sense because it was really good. It was a really, really good game. And well, yeah, but then also, well, why not just release a brand new sequel on your really well on the really on, on well, the machine? Why didn't they do that with Mario well? Kart as well? Then why didn't they release a new Mario Kart? Because they probably have no, they probably have time to, to do just that? get that game out there, didn't they? Yeah, and they need something for launch. No, this will be this will yeah, be we're, we're we're a year out. Like, because this is the other thing you're thinking. It's coming, I mean, cause it's coming there, out this year as well, which is really soon. This is what is there going to be a brand new Mario Kart game for this system, or is Mario Kart Eight Deluxe the only Mario Kart game that's I going to come definitely out for the Switch? Be. I don't. I think they they never do that. I mean, they <laughs> how many how many other Nintendo systems have had more than one Mario Kart? None, because they, they this just is don't what do I'm that. Saying. So, are we going to find ourselves a bit disappointed with the fact that? This stuff is being bought forward from last generation, and that's all we're getting for but that again, console. Only for people that haven't played it already. Like you know, if you've played it already, then maybe you'd feel like that. But if you've never played it, I mean, they could still add stuff to um, to Mario Kart. You know, it's, it's nothing stopping them doing that. Like more DLC, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. But they, I mean, generally mm. they don't release like, especially for those ones, they don't release like multiple versions on the, the same system. Uh, another bit of evidence, yeah, I mean, is that. Um, Bandai Namco weren't credited developers. They obviously worked on the uh, Wii U version. Instead, it's HAL Laboratories who are doing it. Surely if it's mm-hmm. a port, Bandai Namco would, would have been credited somewhere. No, well, maybe we don't know yet, though, do we? We, don't, we, we know so little about this. We don't. I mean, it's just, just, just bringing the ev. You know. All I care about is, is it an exciting yeah, thing. I mean, Brothers out of all before. the stuff that was announced, that's one that I'm definitely going to buy. It, it was a great that's trailer. one I'm definitely going to buy. Uh, I thought it was really good with like, the, the reflection in the, in the eye and whatnot. I've never played a Smash Brothers game before, but you, 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 um, you're definitely going to get it, are you, Dave? Well, my history with Smash Brothers is a bit of a weird one. Like, the... Um, N60... Was there an N64 one? There was, Yeah, there? it was. It was the first one was on N64. So... I really like that, but the GameCube one I adored. I absolutely adored. We played that so much. Um, then the Wii, I fell out of love with the Wii by the time that came out, so I didn't play it. Then the Wii U version, um, I just, I can't, I don't know why I didn't play the Wii U version. I played it a bit, uh, your version, um, James, yeah, we nowhere near it. enough to make some sort of yeah. opinion, but it just felt like, I think, you know, it wasn't something that I was interested in. But seeing Harry watch that trailer and see these characters all at the end and he was just like what is that and i'm like sit down harry you're gonna love this like it's just a massive great big fight with all these uh mario characters it, it got me excited for it. it got me pumped but there you okay. go that's the end of the news okay. john you're john you're up for that and you're well smash brothers you've got no choice either have you Did elliot loves smash got- brothers and he's very good at it and i just i'm yeah i'm looking forward to him getting it and then improving his game you know there's an actual career path in that game so why the fuck not yeah joe joe did drop the old um do we really want a fighting game do we want him playing a fighting game thing yeah yes. and i'm like he's yeah, a boy but it's something boys how fight. 
Yeah, that's, <laughs> I suppose. It's just weird. I, I understand what she was saying, but I'm like, yes, yeah, cartoons, though. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> also, I kind of want to play it myself, so let's not. Okay. Right, is that it? That's it for the news. That's all the news, yeah. Time for a bit of uh, what you've been playing this week, then. And uh, I'm interested in finding out what John Denton has been playing this week. Do you want to start us off? Uh, yeah, I'll kick things off. Um... So, yeah, I've done a bit more PUBG and Fortnite, a uh, little bit more of a comparison. I wasn't really planning on doing this. I was actually planning on playing a little bit of Fortnite just because it's just growing and growing and growing to crazy levels. I don't know if people saw that it was on this morning. We should probably talk about that in the news, actually. Fortnite being on this morning in the UK. Was yeah. it? What was the oh, angle? Fortnite's ruining my son's life. He's a di- yeah. you know, he's the same <laughs> shit that's been happening since the 80s. You know, the Nintendo killed my All son. All the good games have had exactly. this. All the very that's exactly. That's when you know, when you know you've made it when you get onto yeah, it's, shit It's like been this. quite a big yeah. week for Fortnite. There's that also, um, for the first time, uh, I guess I could say ever, but basically like uh, Fortnite's uh, number searches on YouTube, Fortnite has now surpassed Minecraft, or at least it has today, uh, or at least this week, which is obviously massive. That something else is surpassing my. Has it surpassed Road Rage UK videos? Uh, no, th- <laughs> those are still way, way in the often. Lead. There's also I saw a post today on SB Nation, which is like a US sports website. Mm. I think it's part of Vox Media, saying that like how players in uh, NFL, maybe some other American sports, like they're starting to do Fortnite celebrations. Yep. Um, someone else emailed us in actually saying that on Arsenal TV that, that um, the other week they're having a massive debate obviously about Arsenal being um, crap or you know what a, what a disappointing shall we say and then someone uh, called in right in the middle of this debate saying yeah 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 but isn't the shotgun in Fortnite rubbish <laughs> so <laughs> it, it really has like and I mean I, I know I'm like you know into my memes and whatnot but say on like Instagram accounts like Worldstar every single Meme that's vaguely related to gaming. It's always Fortnite. Fortnite always is Fortnite. the one yeah. that that every every relevant like meme and like bit of content about gaming is is talking about. So yeah, there's like not Fortnite been a game is... hit mainstream in UK and US like this in a long time. Not since, yeah, yeah. Like, it feels like, like, I mean, like obviously PUBG is sold incredibly well. Twenty five, mm. well, I think it's like thirty plus million, whatever it is. But Fortnite, it feels has captured the mainstream in a way that PUBG just hasn't, yeah. which is crazy. Oh God, is that the first time that? like Matt's accepted Fortnite because I remember when we were first started talking about Fortnite you were like yeah but it's going to buzz down like the buzz will go down and you know PUBG will still be the the big game and I mean, this is the first time you've accepted John, um, it into the yeah, fold. Says, I think. Well, okay, obviously, it's like an incredible business decision at the time. We thought, well, you just literally ripped off this game that's selling really well on Steam. But now, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's insane the popularity, and this is the one that's broken to the mainstream more than more than PUBG. Matt. Do you do you reckon that maybe this has become more mainstream possible, uh, like uh, sort of uh, successful because it hasn't got a stupid name? Well, it does have a stupid name, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not Fortnite. as stupid as PUBG. That's worse. Well, yeah, it's not its official name, but yeah, um, it's actually Play Unknown's Battlegrounds: The Ultimate Life and Death <laughs> Fight. So use <laughs> <laughs> use the full title, James, if you will. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Anyway, yeah, sorry, John. Yeah, no worries. I mean, I only had uh, a few games. I played it with uh, some of the guys that we often play with on Friday. And um, yeah, if you, haven't, if you haven't played it since they changed the map, there's so much more in there now. They've done the 60 frames per second update on consoles, running 4K and 60 on, on Xbox One X. Looks great. So smooth. 
Um, amazing that it's a free game, really, and it's no real surprise that it's taken the world by storm. And although the other guys didn't really enjoy playing because it's like anything, if we were playing PUBG in Fortnite, they dropped in Fortnite and got smashed straight away because they're trying to play it like PUBG. And the second they got into a firefight, the other team started building a wall while they just stood there taking pot shots. And obviously they died and they're like, this is shit, let's move off. But I was like, damn, I, and this is what I talked about last time I talked about Fortnite. They, that that building really does make the combat so dynamic and completely unique for a game that is essentially a rip-off of something else in like jumping out the plane, the circle, all of that stuff. The actual moment-to-moment combat gameplay is like nothing else. There's nothing else where you're suddenly building your own cover, instantly building these towers, having to negotiate other people's towers. I mean, it's completely unique in that respect. And I'm I'm definitely keen to spend some more time with it and try and try and get better at the building. You watch... I was watching a stream earlier. My friend was like, he's, he's ridiculous now at this game, but, um, he plays on PC and he can build the speed at which he builds. It makes absolutely no sense. I've seen people in the game when I'm playing on Xbox and PlayStation build fast, but watching the high level players on PC, I mean, it's just madness. And the fact that they can be in your game because there's no skill based matchmaking is, um, it makes you feel like you're never going to win another game again. But I'm definitely keen, um, to, to really spend some time with it and, and, Try and get better at the building because I think then you're going to have a combat experience. Like I said, it's not like anything else. And the game will instantly become that much more enjoyable. On the flip side, we did go to PUBG and in the second game in, we got Chicken Dinner, which is like the third one I've ever had. So obviously, I absolutely loved that experience. And it does have the advantage. We talked about it before, but the advantage of the tension, the suspense, the sort of drawn out games, the vehicles, there is more drama in PUBG, definitely. And I think they're nicely, they kind of nicely sit next to each other. You can play both and have quite different experiences despite being sort of structurally the same game so um i played some more PUBG and it drove me mad so i'm kind of keen to to go back to fortnite but having them both there i mean PUBG on xbox is like you can get it for a tenner now i keep seeing it so it's you know it's very very inexpensive and obviously fortnite's free so having these two sort of amazing and revolutionary shooters available for next to nothing um it's quite special really so uh, I'm hearing that the new map's coming to Xbox and PUBG in the next couple of months, but I did hear that from somebody who's often wrong, so yeah, no, let no, me know that, on that, Twitter. That, that's been confirmed. The roadmap oh, that's was been announced confirmed this week. What, from that? <laughs> the roadmap was announced this week, and they say it would just be in the spring. So we're okay. sure what, like March, April, actually? So I guess uh, it's yeah, technically it spring in about nine days, yeah, isn't it? But, but it's, yeah. part, it's part of the roadmap, and uh, they've also announced uh, like a four-month roadmap, I believe, and at the end of the four months, or within those four months, that's when they'll also announce a new map for PC as well. Okay. They also, I think a huge patch dropped in the last week or so on PUBG with tons of extra performance upgrades and whatnot, so they're clearly obviously doing tons of work with it. Um, yeah, a question about Fortnite. John, have you ever put money into it, or are you just playing yeah, whatever? Yeah, it's, it's on season three now, whatever that means, but for season two, I dropped the eight quid for the battle pass which just gives you um it's like a different much faster way of leveling up and you get way more uh, cosmetic items in that leveling up tree that you can't get yeah it's perfectly perfectly playable um on the you know non-payment you know the sentence i'm trying to say if you don't pay it's still perfectly playable but and you can still unlock cosmetic shit some emotes and stuff like that but if you want the the cool skins that they do you you drop it quick but i thought the last time i was like i i I'm happy to drop eight quid on this game. I played a decent amount at that point. Thought it was, it was pretty amazing, yeah. really. So um, whether classic, I'll do it again, I don't know. In classic memory fashion, I played about four or five games before the pod, and I already want to drop the twenty quid on some like super pass or whatever it is. But um, I don't it's know. Why, just because they like, it? Or does it give you multiple seasons? 
Uh, I don't. I don't know. Basically, there's one for you. I should say for like eight quid, and if you spend like two thousand eight hundred points, whatever that is, you get some super pass. I don't oh, know. Okay. But I played. I played a few games, and yeah, I, like the building. I. I. I'm retail, but I can't really get that down. But I mean, almost every like you know highlight video I might see on like gaming bible or or any of the things I follow on like Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Uh, all, almost all of them are. So, uh, around the building in Fortnite, I rarely see like a highlight yeah. where it's just literally like, two people shooting, whatever. It's always about like someone's built a crazy high tower or someone's trying to trap someone. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. I the watched um, one of Wizite's videos the other day actually, where he was doing the. Uh, have you seen that staircase to heaven video? I haven't seen that. Where one. they literally they start off collect as much wood as possible and then build a stairway as high as the game will let them go, and then build a pathway from that stairway. In, into the centre of the circle. So they're, they're just constantly building, and by the end of it, it's just them and a few other people left in the world, and they're just, like, miles high into the air, just looking down, trying to find out where this person oh, is. Shit. Of course, they've got no way of getting yeah. them, but they're, they're sort of just stuck in this tiny little circle for a bit. I think they died in the end, but it was, yeah, it was quite an interesting watch, because it was like, wow, you really can push this building stuff to mm. its limits. It, it seems like there's there's not that many rules to what you can and cannot do um you, you'll just naturally get screwed up at, by the end of it if you if you try something as wacky yeah. as that you know um it, it, it's not like a it can't be exploited uh because of the basic mechanics of the of the circle continuously uh, continually closing yeah down, that's it. You, you can know, be the so. best builder in the world but you can still get shafted by the circle all day yeah yeah absolutely um but no i but i played a bit of um pubg this week and i'm surprised at how refreshing it feels when you've taken some time mm-hmm. away from it um someone on giant bomb said that the good thing about pubg is that at times it feels like a glorified chat room um and because we you know we really got into pubg when we were playing it uh at the start of the year and the worry is that well the thing is is that you get so wrapped up in it you lose that sort of relaxed nature mm. of it that we we started with where we were just dicking about and laughing and joking and and just enjoying the experience and we were focusing on having to finish in the in at least the top 10 you know uh, that become the focus of our gameplay after a while when you take a break from it you go back to laughing and joking about and then just enjoying the experience that it has to offer um and definitely with the you know as we've mentioned before the story building and the natural um drama that it creates it it felt really really fun to play again so um yeah i think i as we said it at the time but it certainly feels like the game that we will always have installed on our consoles mm-hmm. for sure take breaks in between you know? did you um did did it feel um a bit uh more a bit more sturdy did you think any any more bugs got crushed uh you know got got uh removed? we still had a couple of crashes better? yeah no we still had a couple of crashes it looked a little bit better and it ran a little bit better but yeah it, it it's um nowhere near up to the standard it should no. be um and it's still in early access so it's hard to jump up and down about mm. that but um yeah the the uh other guys still had crashes here mm. and there but yeah Fortnite, I, i'm de- i'm eager to play more uh there's also also announced that 20 versus 20 like with the 20 man teams and there's like what five 20 man teams yeah we tried that but again the guys they just died real quick and we can didn't really get into a scenario where you felt like you were part of a big team and they, they just wanted to bounce off but i'm keen to try that again oh yeah hell and, yeah, and, yeah, and well, yeah whenever, whenever you're playing it john let, let me know I'm, I'm eager to to try more about it to try okay, more. Play yeah it, I'll, I'll give you a shout and wait for you to not turn up yeah 
<laughs> go on. Go on. Anything yeah, else? Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a quick go at the Burnout Paradise remaster today. That's up on yeah, oh, it's really? up on the AXS. Oh, so, wow, um, yeah. I've, saw, I've seen bad things about it. Really? Whoa, have you? Yeah, well, roll up. But, um, yeah, they were saying that the, like, visually, it, it doesn't look anywhere near as good as they were hoping. Mm, well, I played the, the, like, the backwards compatible version on the Xbox, and I played this version, and it's just a much, much, much cleaner, sharper, nicer version. I don't know what they're expecting. I mean, it's not a remake. It's just a 4K remaster. So, yeah. Um, I think that word is it's not like Shadow of the Colossus, you know. That's like a, a remake. Yeah, that's yeah. a full-on redesign, yeah. isn't I mean, it? This is yeah. just a, it's a very, very nice clean-up. I mean, if you told me this was just like the Xbox doing it itself, it wouldn't surprise me. But, um, yeah, it, it runs beautifully. It plays beautifully. Um, I think it looks super sharp. I don't get that, to be honest. I mean, it's still Burnout okay. Paradise is still the masterpiece as far as I'm concerned. Straight back in, I was just like, I could just sit here and drive around this place for hours. Um, to me, it doesn't feel old. I know that uh, you you maybe think that it feels a bit old now, Dave. Is that right? I... I'm only based on the backwards compatible yeah. version. I'm assuming that the no, you're, you're more is still of a Forza Horizon fan than I am. I, I think that Burnout Paradise is is still a distance better than those games for what I want for from like an open world arcade racing game. Um, it's not to me. There's not that much of a direct comparison, even though they are obviously quite similar. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just think it's it's great. And what I love about Burnout Paradise, and uh, and that's something that it was a brave design decision, and it's something that's not been in any other open world racing games as far as I know. But they didn't put the um, the GPS in there. And admittedly, when it came out, GPS was less common than it is now. Like it's completely ubiquitous now. But um, you know, it was a little bit. People were still using maps a little bit more in real cars, but. Um, there's no, you know, there's no like line on the map to where you need to go in the races. You have to learn the map. That was the, I remember Criterion coming out and saying, like, the idea is that you want to become like a citizen of this, of this city and you have to learn it. Yeah. It's why they named each road. Yeah. And it? it still has the indicators to let you know where to go. But ultimately, you basically need to know where you're going and it eases you in because the early races are still fairly easy. And sometimes you do get fucked over by that. And it is one of those designs, is one of those design decisions that, that, you know, it's proved very divisive. And it's not without causing issues, but I, I, I like the fact that they, they went with that. And it's the same, something they did in GTA 4 as well. That, um, they didn't want to do it there because again, they wanted you to learn a city and become part of it. And I do think I, in GTA 4's New York or, you know, whatever they call it, it's, um, I did Liberty City, of course. Uh, I did feel like I became more and more familiar with that place because I had to learn it without using the GPS. Now, I don't think you can get away in an open world game in 2018 with not having a GPS because it just doesn't make sense. Uh, like I say, was well, the size as well. The sizes are, you know, so much bigger than um, they were back then. Even Liberty City was. I mean, it was a decent size, but it was nowhere near as big as it. Um, San yeah, but even games that use small in. cities use use GPS or some some waypoints now. But you can't yeah, like yeah, you yeah, mean, yeah, the justification do. has to be like either you've gone back in time or something. Because I mean, I was in the car just driving somewhere on Sunday, and we had a, an old TomTom and two phones. Like you had three different ways of just getting a map up digitally just to get to this place that we we're getting to. So you can't really justify it in in 2018. But I, I, I like that. That's something that I like about Burnout Paradise. And I just wish Criterion still existed in the way that they used to. And I still wish that they were making Burnout games with that same team. I never, I'll never forget when, um, was it SatNav's first started coming out? And my dad was just outright against them. 
No, you want to you want to learn the roads. You want to you know get a map. What do you need of one of those yeah, for? That, that, like, that, that, that's nonsense. What, what, what are you talking that's about? It's just crazy. easy. Yeah. It's a map on a screen. It's the, it's the same thing, but you don't have pages. It's <laughs> it's so much better. It's what what are you complaining about? No, I don't need one of those. Think, of course, it's got of one course. now. Um, yeah, and the, the the one I've got though is nowhere near as good as his because it keeps taking me in the wrong directions. Apparently, I don't know. Is it old people are just mad? <laughs> um, no, I I uh, unlike you, I hated that at the time. The no yeah. GPS. Uh, the, and and yeah. I still hate it. They're, they're, when I was replaying it a lot um, last year, I was still getting really frustrated how you could just take a slight wrong turn and then end up in, the, you know, going the opposite direction. And it was like, what, ev- what was even worse, when the game first came out, it didn't have a restart feature. So you had to literally just drive off until the race ended and then or cancel the race and then drive back to the start point and start yeah, all over again. Yeah, I think the idea is that, that if you no fucked fun. it, you just go and do something else. But obviously, as you clear the map out, that's... Uh, yeah, it. exactly. That's it. Uh, um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, it's the, the minor, minor gripe because I, I adored that mm. game and, and adored it when I ret- returned to it last year. Yeah, it felt I felt it felt felt a little bit dated um but ultimately i didn't really care i still really really love playing it so, so. are you gonna buy it john after it leaves ea access or after the trial uh, ones well I, I have a, a good friend at ea so i think i'll be all right but um I, oh, sweet coffees for gonna... everyone <laughs> brilliant thanks john <laughs> yeah cheers john i'll take yeah. one of those you know Four cops, please. <laughs> yeah. i see all the cool. lids um but yeah i'll be um i'll be i'll be smashing but the boys like watching it as well uh, i'm sure Elliot's gonna like playing it cody likes watching it cars smashing about it's you're basically driving hot wheels cars in that game anyway so and well it's such a but I've, I've said this for years it's such a good game for young kids to play and i know there's a lot of like if you're worried about the violence of the crashes i get that but um what i mean is the way it's set up it's brilliant because you you play most open world games like harry plays forza but on trickier races or whatever it'll hit like a wall and then struggle to sort of get the car back on the road and yeah. away again if that happens in burnout it just goes boom you're in the middle of the road again mm. go like there's no there's no like fiddly trying to sort your car out to get, get it back and um, you just if you fuck up don't worry about it go again here's a cool cut scene yeah. go again like it's that's that's what's so good about that game it's really mm-hmm. clever um, moving mm. on then, uh, I played a little bit more of Into the Breach, which I spoke about last week in detail. Um, yeah, just unlocked some of the other teams in the game and, uh, again, kind of delve further and further into the strategy. It's just a fantastic game. I won't, I won't bang on about it much. Um, I do actually think you'd like it, Dave. Um, if it ever comes out to Switch, I'd recommend you getting it because I think your initial okay. reaction to it might be a little bit of gas because it's that type of game that you don't necessarily like. But I think, like I said, delve a little deeper and it's basically just, um, a kind of sort of slide tile sliding um almost like i said almost like threes in a weird sort of way and very satisfying in a similar sort of way so i reckon uh, you'd love it but uh, you know I'll, I'll bang on about that to you if and when it ever comes to switch yeah no i mean i mean i i've always had that feeling that i would probably love ftl as well even though it's like a, a real-time strategy game there is a certain style of those games that that clicks mm. with me um i've had it in the past and um everything 
anyone says about that game makes me go, oh shit, maybe that, that maybe I would really like that. Um, but I've just, yeah, it's it's that risk of, uh, am I really going to sit down and learn this if if there's that? Yeah, well, Into the Breach takes I might not like ten it. minutes to learn the basics, and cool. then it's just one of those games where every every round you're just learning more, but you never feel like. You know, some games it's like there's like nine hours of tutorials, and you're like, oh my god, it's just ah. Uh. But yeah, yeah. nine. To be fair, FTL's worse, but it's not too bad. But Into the Breach is not like you can figure it out within one round the basics, and yeah, like just the depth just keeps sort of unfolding and unfolding and unfolding the more you play. That that, that team's amazing as far as I'm concerned. Um, amazing developments here. Cool. And then, yeah, finally, um, I haven't played much of this at all, and I know how massive it is, but I finally got round to starting Persona 5, um, James, which, uh, wow. yeah, I, I bought it in a sale, I think, over Christmas, and I've been meaning to get onto it, but the stuff kept happening. Monster, uh, Monster Hunter came out, which I wasn't expecting to play, and, and bits and bobs. But, um, yeah, I finally started it the other night. I'd done, I'd literally done about an hour, so I don't really have mm-hmm. that much, um, sort of thought, but like, my, my thoughts so far, uh, unbelievably stylish. I absolutely love yeah, the style. I mean, it's it's yeah. amazing. I love games where every single thing is is tied into an aesthetic from menus, loading like literally everything. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I mean, I don't think you could get a stronger example than this. Um, I like the start with the like the heist at the beginning. Then there was a lot of cutscenes, and I kept finding myself reaching my, for my phone. I'm like, no, if I'm going to fucking play this, I've got to pay attention. And to be fair, they're all very good. Um, really well, like drawn. Most of it's just like 2D anime, but they're really nice. And my worry beforehand about what this game was going to be was it was going to be too high schooly. And I know it's like you're a high school student and it's set ultimately mm-hmm. in a high school. I haven't got there yet, but um, it's there was so much weirdness in that first hour that yeah. uh, I was like, no, I'm kind of, I, I'm sure I can, I can get on board with this. There's still going to be. I'm, you know, whether or not I'm going to get into the, the battle systems or whether or not I'm going to be able to, to cope with the, the fucking size of the thing, whether or not there's mm. going to be stuff that starts to wind me up. Cause quite often I've played JRPGs and enjoyed them for a bit and then I introduce some cunty character and I'm like, ah, well, I just can't, I just can't. So we'll see yeah. with this game. But so far, I was like, wow, every, I, I admire everything about this so much. I hope that it grabs me, but I, I was like, it got to like midnight and I was, my eyes were shutting towards uh, the end of that first hour and it's nothing to do with the game. So I kind of want to go back to it when I'm a bit more awake. So um, I, I'm definitely going to give it some more time and see see what happens. Yeah, I mean, the high schooly kind of stuff is not really that big in this, I I didn't think. As in, you spend a lot of time like outside of that, really, because mm. it mostly you you mostly have control like outside, like in the evenings anyway. So you can choose what you want to do, and sort of you can shape. Because this is one of the things that I really enjoyed about it is that you can kind of decide what you know, like how you want to sort of spend your time. It, it doesn't have to be all like high school romance that kind of yeah. thing. You can you can figure it out. And I mean, have you you've, you've done any battles yet? Like so far? Only the one in the like the opening section. There's like a very brief scrap, which is just designed yeah. to like press this, press this. That's the only one I've done. Because the because like I mean, what the way the game works is it's kind of like based on these sort of um, this sort of it's really kind of like chapters where there's uh, like sort of like you had the heist at the beginning, mm. and there's other ones which are like sort of similar concept, but each one like focuses on a sort of a different area so it doesn't it doesn't get sort of too repetitive at all which is why i found it a lot better than four but the i mean the music in it i yeah, think is amazing, amazing as well 
It's like, especially, it's got the best like battle success music ever. It's it's fantastic. It's just so stylish. Like the way, like just I, I was watching it and I was just like, I was just got my wife. I was like, look, just watch this, and she's just like, you're just a massive loser. There's nothing. <laughs> but but it, I don't know. I just thought it looked amazing. It's it's um yeah, it's great. But you can it, it really is a game that you can you can kind of shape it into what you want it to be um, more than I think you can most other games like that, which is um, which is what's good. Like you can, I mean, the whole thing with Persona games is it is all about building relationships, but you can choose to build with whoever you want to. Mm. So if there are characters which are really awful or annoying, just ignore them okay. and just go with the others. Well, the last that bit are, that, that I that I played was you um, went you went to bed and had this fucking dream with this guy with a giant long nose in the prison and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, fuck me, this is weird. In in a way that I, I was kind of digging it. So, um, yeah, I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I'm interested. You, I'm definitely interested. Have you met Ryuji yet? Like the guy with the blonde hair? No. Okay, right. Yeah, okay. I, just, that just was basically it. literally the last thing that I did. But I'm obviously in the 100-hour game, you can't remember exactly where, which bits come yeah, he he's the character that most people have the biggest problems okay. with. Because the, the voice acting's not great. Um, but yeah, he's he's probably one of the worst characters. But there's others that are fantastic. So yeah, it's, okay. it's a little bit worrying you saying that. Oh yeah, I'm, I was a little bit worried about the high school stuff. Uh, when last week you said that you were probably going to end up playing Life is Strange at some point because <laughs> oh my god, the high school, the high school stuff in that game, it's all the way through. Yeah, of course. Um, speaking of which. James, Matt, you've been playing that final bonus Can't episode of Life happening. is Strange yeah, before. This is so week five. It's going to happen again next week, right? Because I um, got sent a code for the final episode. Oh, and I went, I was trying to play it last night before this episode. Got, uh, Dave, is bad enough hearing about Life is Strange. I don't need to hear a story about how you're going to play Life is Strange. Come on. <laughs> okay. Uh, James, Matt, what did you think of that episode? <laughs> well, so yeah, so actually, I think I messaged you in a week, Dave, because I, I think I think this farewell episode, which actually comes as a bonus if you have the deluxe version of the season, if you buy the standard version of um, Before the Storm, it doesn't come with it. You can buy it separately, but it also comes free with the uh, deluxe version. Uh, yeah, I think you I can upgrade. You, you can upgrade your complete version. I, I mean, they made yeah, a hash I mean, of that. It's weird that they would do that. Um, they called it the Before the Storm, the complete version that doesn't have the final farewell episode involved yeah. in it. It's, it. You have to buy the deluxe version, version yeah. for that. Um, but yeah, and mm. I think I said to you, yeah, it's really good. I'm really glad I played it. Um, but it was only like an hour and fifteen or so. Would you say that's correct, James? Yeah, it's about yeah. An hour so, also, so yeah. I'm not sure how much it is on its own, but regardless, yeah, I, I think it it sets up the rest of. I mean, obviously not going to spoil anything, but it sets up the rest of Life is Strange really well. It does some. It. What do you mean? The, the, what do you mean sets up the rest of like what? Like it, it completes the link between the the um, prequel and the what main um, game. Well, no, no, this actually, but so um, the fair website is actually Max and Chloe as children. Uh, so it doesn't actually. Yeah, no, I know that, but what I'm saying is when you say it complete, well, like what it, do you mean? It basically, it, 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 okay. Go on, James. Do you want to go on? Go ahead, but. It, does it hint at what season two is going to be like? No, no. It, it, this is right, more okay, like a, a prequel just to, to just to the first series. It doesn't even really reflect anything that happened in Before the Storm. Uh, season yeah, tells yeah. is very much a separate thing. But like I, I think I said last week or the week before, or one of the many weeks we talked about Life is Strange. Just playing Before the Storm and understanding a bit more about Chloe and whatnot. I wanted to play life is strange again playing this i definitely i mean i, I i'm not gonna uh, let's, let's be honest i'm not gonna but the, like the thing it does to 
talk about Chloe as a child, Max as a child, and the, the themes and and how like the little the, the scenarios are set out and what they mean in the future uh, is done so well. It's, it's I mean, obviously I'm not going to spoil anything, but it it does some really fantastic things in this. Even though it's only short, uh, there's not an awful lot to it, but what it does, it does really well. James, what do you think? Matt, did you really like this because you managed to finish it? Because it's so short. Um, ooh, cutting. Yeah. <laughs> cutting? Are you okay there, Matt? Can you feel the burn? Oh, 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 I don't know if I can carry on. Um, th- that was a bonus, sure. Um, mm-hmm. I mean... <laughs> Well, what do you think of it, James? James, why James? Did you not like it? No, I did. I thought it was. Um, I mean, after episode three, you know, of, of beyond, yeah, was it? Is it beyond the, before before the, storm. the storm? Yeah, before the storm, beyond, In beyond two storms. Storm. Yeah. yeah. After that, which I didn't really enjoy very much, I. I wasn't really interested in playing this. I was... Nor was I until I saw the trailer. Yeah. And then I saw the trailer and I was like, oh my God, yeah, I'm up for that. And then Matt kept on going on about, I've got to play it, I've got to play it. So I thought, okay, I'll, I will download it and play it. But it turns out it's one of the best episodes they've done. It's um, Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, excellent. And it's, I mean, it is really short, but because it, it tells us, I mean, obviously, as Matt said, not going to spoil stuff, but it's it tells a story of like loss and also this like impending sadness that there is like just so well. And I also found the characters a lot less irritating this time around. Um, I think probably because they're young, uh, like it's like it feels more sort of forgivable, like the way they behave because Definitely, of the, yeah. the fact that they're a lot younger in this. And uh, also it just gives, again, even more depth to Chloe's character. And which makes it even more interesting. I'd like, see how. Do, do do you think if if for someone who hasn't played, obviously we played Life is Strange, but if you hadn't played it, do you think they would be missing a lot? Obviously, we know we we played series one, so we know a lot of things uh, that mm. you know about Chloe. Um, if we didn't have that and there wasn't that impending sadness because we know her story, do you think it would be as affecting? No, because it wouldn't have the same sort of like pathos as this has got at all. It's like it's because you know mm. of like what's what's going to happen that it that it, especially when you see what Chloe was like before things oh, happened. That, that and, was one of the saddest you know, things. Um, yeah, because yeah, just how how the kids are acting, and and obviously you know what what happens in the future. That, that was so sad because. Yeah, Chloe is just so different. Well, it's not so much like John. Sorry, just to explain. I know you tuned out or whatever, but... John? The, oh, oh the don't idea worry, is, no, I don't care. still there. Okay. Uh, okay. The, I'll tell you anyway. Because the, the, I'm essentially talking to a listener, but <laughs> who are also doing the same thing. But <laughs> the, it, essentially, at this stage in their life, that this sort of when they were kids and stuff, a major event happens that you hear about throughout the whole of Life is Strange. So I'm assuming you're in control... What, like you experienced that within this episode, is that right? Yeah. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So that that that's where the emotional yeah that's got to be it, fucked up. It's not just that though. It's also because, no, no, of course not. Yeah, no. it, it's because it's a combination of events, and it's just and it's kind of like you see it coming, but it still is just so sort hard of like to do. Mournful, oh god, you know? they're gonna do the the scene in the fucking front room again where he's looking for his keys, isn't he? No. No, no, they don't do that. No, no. Oh, okay, fine. Uh, well, don't I mean, tell me more anymore because, uh, like, I, d- yeah. I can't I mean, wait to play this. There's also like a big decision, and I, actually, I haven't actually asked you ever text. I'm not going to ask you now either, James. But I'm really interested <laughs> to know what you did with that that decision because I feel like what I did might have made things better, or, uh, probably worse. But, do you mean um, the Do you mean the phone call stuff? Is that what you're talking about? 
No, Shout although out. that was another one. But um, okay. no, we'll oh, talk about Arsenal. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's only now fifteen. But if you play Life is Strange or enjoy it at all, you, I think you really have to play us. I see, think it's fantastic. But also, I mean, see, you're going to disagree with me with this, but the with the ad like additional sort of depth that you get for Chloe, and it really makes you feel like she's really like the kind of the central character of all of this. I felt more vindicated saving her at the end of Life is Strange now because I just thought she is in, she's you know special or something. It's you know. I feel happy about that. I think that. you're mad. Yeah. I think you're mad. Um, uh, yeah, and a big shout out to Ian Clayton that sent me the code uh, in the week. I will definitely play it for next week. I'm really sorry that I didn't get to do it this week. He um he already had the deluxe version, then bought a physical copy, and it came with a code. He said, "Well, I already own this. Do you want it?" I was like, "Fuck yeah!" So um, I cannot wait to get to that this week. Yeah. I, 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 so I another two strange. hours worth of chat next week, guys. Definitely. Another two hours worth of with music that I haven't really experienced with any other game like it. Like yeah, uh, obviously, other, other games have cinematic moments and whatnot, but there's so many parts in, and not just this episode, but other other episodes of this game where you can just sit down and listen to music, and the music seems to fit the scene and the emotion and the story so well. I love, I love that really. Yeah, the, and and it had a recognisable song on in Before the Storm, one of the episodes of Before the Storm. I was like, yeah. holy yeah, shit, it's, yeah, it's a great soundtrack. Down. I think Boom. it's also just you really sort of feel like I feel like they've kind of like nailed this style of game as well like better than like better than Toto have I think like oh, it totally just, yeah, it all yeah. just works perfectly without any like problems at all there's no sort of like excess like fab of just like nonsense that you get in other stuff it's it's just perfect Joshua Garrity having a breakdown at that I don't care he's not liking that he's going to bring up the fact that teens and girls don't talk like that no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about <laughs> gameplay mechanics. But you know, all right, yeah. Also, I don't care. Yeah, what gameplay. It says, yeah, it yeah. feels it feels good. The only problem that I had with Before the Storm was when it forced those little shitty puzzles on you, and it was kind of like actually, I'm more invested in the story than mm. doing a shitty puzzle. We're talking like the, the emotional stuff. Or like no, finding the, oh, items. Go and buy, the, get the car battery, and oh, stick yeah. that in the yeah. car. It's like, oh my god, this is what is this? Um, it's got no effect on anything. Uh, but there you go. Whatever. Okay. Cool. Um, is that that's all you got, James? It us? is because I've got other stuff I'm playing, but it's all for review, so I can't. You know, it's nothing's happening. Can't yet. talk about it. Yeah. I can't oh talk God. about it. Buffalo <laughs> free. You've got a list here. Monster Hunter World is on there, which I'm surprised about. I, mean, I did not put that, that on there. Played it. <laughs> John, I didn't put that on there. One of you did. Well, one of you put hashtag like one graft, of your hashtag graft because it looked like you've been grafting, but obviously not. I, I put yeah, I put Monster Hunter like... World, but you know, I'm just hilarious bounce for listeners. Quite the card, James. <laughs> yeah. um, quite the quite the humorist, aren't you, James? Witcher three. You've been playing Witcher three still. Oh yeah. I mean, um, uh, yeah. I played. I played a fair bit. I mean, I I I managed to finish it in the week. Um, it's got a really ambiguous ending. I, I won't ruin it now. No. <laughs> Go on. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I did. I did two or three missions. Um, I'm, I'm going to keep plugging away. I mean, I think I said this last week, but as someone who likes get a Game of Thrones, this feels very much in that sort of, of that sort of mold. Have you defeated your first monster yet? In in Witcher. Yeah, I, I, I tackled like your first, the Griffin. Like, main, yeah, the Griffin. You've done the yeah, Griffin. Yeah, yeah. Have I've done the Griffin the outside the um that 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 I that um village you go to yeah, have you so, done the bloody baron yet have you met him uh no i just did like that griffin right. thing and then that was it is, it, is that like a, a main the, the griffin's the tutorial yeah okay you, you got, you're yeah, still yeah. in the tutorial anyway yeah. uh, I, i've done that but i'm gonna carry on it, it looks absolutely gorgeous um the writing is is interesting and i want to want to carry on the um, story's fantastic I, I also played a, bit, a fair bit of gwent i mean i'll say a fair bit like three games oh my god um, fucking hell why 
I, well, because I just I was in the bar and I thought I'll play a bit of Gwent, and uh, oh, I play few games. That. But um, so now I'm a, now I'm a Gwent fanatic. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so so which three is still carrying on with? Um, I'm still plugging away at Celeste because it's still an amazing game. I'm 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 still trying to work it out. I was actually today was the first time I actually looked at a walkthrough because there's one bit I don't actually know where to go, but um, still an incredible game, of course. Um, I played a little bit of Fortnite before the pod, um, and uh, about that. and Dark Souls, of course. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah. On Steam and Smo, James, did you watch any of his stream last I night? I watched quite a lot of it, and then I got to the bit where he started thinking whether he was going to farm souls or not, and then I just tapped out because I was. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You can't up. if grinding's bad enough, but you can't sit and watch someone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you are alone, James. About twenty people also switched off at that point. <laughs> <laughs> do you see, do, Matt always goes into these streams thinking I'm going to do it. Yeah, this is it. I'm going to do it. And it it's like feel... I logged in at twenty past ten, at, at twenty past nine. He started at nine. I logged in and started watching for twenty past nine, and there was crisis talks going on in the no, chat. Matt, no, no, calm no, down. People in the Don't chat were saying to me, it. "Ring Dave, ring Dave." I'm not ring Dave. It's twenty past nine. <laughs> See, it did I'll feel Dave a bit. Twenty past Matt. eleven. If I'm desperate, what, watching it yeah. from like from that, it did feel in the beginning like you were kind of underestimating <laughs> them. Like it, it really felt like you were underestimating Onsen and Smo. Like you thought it was going to be like easy and not that difficult. But you, it felt um, also well, that you were going. I'm through, like, was joking in my tweets, but uh, yeah. But no, just that you, you know, should know, and I genuinely mean this. You're already a better Dark Souls player than I ever was, so I wouldn't worry too much, Matt. And like the parrying that was going on there was insane. And then even when you were facing Ornstein and Smoke, the dashing out of the way of the attacks was better than I ever did. <laughs> so fair play to it, really. Uh, you'll do it. You'll do it. Oh, yeah, it'll I'll definitely take do it. you. I played for two hours. I reckon four or five streams. It'll take you mm. to take. I played it down. for two hours. It, it didn't frustrate me. It was just disappointing because I didn't feel like I really got a measure of of the movement where to be and so I'm still and I mean the most I got was like one of them down to like I think I got like 5% or 10% of the health down if that so I'm still obviously miles away from it I know I'm going to do it because I'm never going to give up on this game but um yeah, it, it's it's still good, and uh, and like people in the chat, I think Andy uh, Andy Hamilton, a couple of us were saying that James did this without summoning. Dave, you did it with summoning, so I'm determined yeah, to do oh, it gotcha. without summoning. Although I, the thing is, like, obviously, it's an incredibly hard game, but loads of the bosses, other than say Capra Demon, which I, I couldn't summon, or if I could, I just I didn't bother. It felt like I can just try for ages, and at the end, I'll just summon. It'll be easy. I mean, that that has sort no, of taken no, the edge no, of it. No, it's, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy at all. For starters, you're using an item that you can't get back, so it's not like you could just keep summoning him. That's good. Summon him, 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 him. Secondly, you don't know what you're getting with a summon. You could get some, no. some dozy sod that dies within and five seconds. And I summoned seconds. loads of previous bosses and, and died. Um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, um, still good. Still cracking on with it. I, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a promise now. On Wednesday, I'm going to do another stream. So if you're downloading this on, on Wednesday, when it comes out, there'll be a stream tonight at nine o'clock. Okay, I, I mean, I was going to stream Crackdown, but I mean, if you want to take over, that's fine. Uh, do what you want, Matt. That's fine. You own that, apparently. Um, speaking of which, I've been playing. I went back to Crackdown this week. Didn't you just? Oh, God, what a game that is! I totally forgot about right. So this was. I started on Wednesday. I did a two-hour stream. I think it was. Yep, two hours. Um, and uh, I really enjoyed it, but I was getting frustrated that I couldn't find this last orb that I've been looking for. Um, so there's, if you've not played Crackdown, it's like a really old game. There was um, 
700 orbs or 800 orbs um 500 agility orbs which are the green ones um and two or three hundred hidden orbs uh, yeah, 300, 300 yeah. uh hidden orbs which are these gray ones that are a lot harder to find they're they're sort of hidden inside buildings and it, it's just hard to find the agility orbs are more out in the open um but because the map was it's it's still pretty big i mean it still feels pretty big to look around that world um once you've got down to like your last 100 or whatever they become quite sparse and really hard to find and of course when you've only got one left it, they're almost impossible to find you've got to really really go looking for them um but i thought hey it's backwards compatible now i can stream it let's start streaming me looking for it um and i played for that two hours didn't find anything found a few hidden orbs but no green orbs um and then I, the next day I was like, oh yeah, I might do this once a week. Once a week or once every two weeks. The next day I woke up and all I thought about was Crackdown. Like, because not only is it fun to try and find this sort of needle in haystack, it's also really, really fun to play. Like, the movement feels incredible still. It hasn't got that, you know, like sort of third-person action games where you're controlling a, a character, like a, a human character. The, when, when you're turning left and right, They've got that ever since GTA Four. They got that sort of slow leaning and and turning mechanic on this. Well, Crackdown, you're like strafing all over the place and like the big jumps and everything. Once you get back into the feeling of playing that game and understanding the controls, it feels so good to play. Um, you know, you've got this auto lock on aim system, uh, which is countered by the amount of enemies that are continuously shooting at you. So you're constantly popping in and out of aiming at things. Um, and yeah, just really good fun to like hop across buildings all over again and, and climb them and all that sort of shit. Um, so yeah, the next day, it was the day of the Nintendo Direct and Joe went to bed early and I thought, I've got 45 minutes to the Nintendo Direct. I might just stick Crackdown on for a little bit more. So I did that and uh, with, at 10 to 10, just before the Direct started, I found the last green orb. The video is on YouTube, on our uh, YouTube channel, The Computer Game Show. Just search for that and you'll find it. Um, I was over the moon. I Like, honestly, that I let off a little gasp when I see it. That's legit. Yeah, it's an amazing like, I did not, I did not, um, like, it wasn't faked or anything. It was just a genuine, oh my God, I found this thing that I, ha like, I stopped looking for 10 years ago. There it is. Um, so I'm saying to the chat, look, just take photos of this. Let everyone know on Twitter that I'm about to get the 500 fragility orb that I've mentioned on every podcast ever for God knows how many years. Like I found it. Um, I went to collect it and it said, congratulations, you found number 499 of 500 agility orbs. Turns out I'd only found 498 all those years ago. Um, which means I either lied or got confused and said the wrong thing and it become fact in my head for 10 years that I only had one left when really I had two. So the hunt continues. I'm going to go back to Crackdown and play it some more. Yeah, I, I watched all two hours of the, the, the stream the night before. Really? It, but all two hours? Yeah. I, well, I, actually, the, the annoying thing was... Uh, oh, maybe I'll say, oh, no, I won't say, but basically what I was going to do and like your amazing video of you not finding it uh, trumped it basically, but I download, I watched it all and I downloaded it all because I was going to make a highlights video of you going, is it? Oh no, it's not here. Is it? No, it's not here. <laughs> and uh, I thought it'd be hilarious. And then you trumped it with like, it's here. But, and it wasn't, but even during those two hours, I thought, 
there's a chance that this isn't even like the the 500th one and uh ed that turns yeah the case. well that was at the back of my mind when i was thinking about looking for this thing what if i'd totally miscounted what if all this time i i um i uh, like completely like screwed it up uh and there was more than one out there um but I, you know, part of me is really disappointed, but part of me wants to go back and play more Crackdown. So any excuse, really. Uh, so I will be streaming some more. Keep an eye on our Twitter feed and everything, and I'll, I'll announce when we're streaming. But uh, so I'm looking forward to going uh, back so to everyone it. knows I, I missed out on Crackdown 1. I played Crackdown 2. I enjoyed it for what it was. Obviously, it wasn't really the, uh, as good as, as everyone said the first one was. But just watching you play the first one, it looks amazing. And um, I really wanted to, after watching you play it, I wanted to get it. In terms of I already own it, um, I'm not sure if I can get a chance to play it. But um, yeah, it just looks like just incredibly fun to jump around the city and stuff does this make yeah, you more and the higher resolution the, the higher resolution has really made it pop i mean i'm only playing on the uh launch xbox one console apparently it's been enhanced enhanced on xbox one x but the frame rate is not the frame rate sorry the resolution's definitely got a bump by playing it on the xbox one um and it looks stunning still i think i mean it's clearly not a current generation game um, but for a game that's that old, like it looks really, really good. Um, so yeah, very, very surprised by uh, how how uh, good it holds up. Really, um, does this make you more it. excited about the third one or not? Does it make me more excited about the third one? Um, not really, because we don't know what that really is yet. I mean, I'm definitely going to play it. I'm definitely going to buy it. Um, but it's yeah, I, I it's no reflection on the third one, is it? Because there's been such a long gap between them, and the second one, I felt was a bit weak. Um, so yeah, I'm not totally totally pumped for the third one yet, but we'll we'll see. The more that comes out about that, the the the, the more interested I'll be, no doubt. John, did you ever have any love for? Yeah, Crackdown? of course, I played the absolute shit out of Crackdown. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Did you play a lot of uh, multiplayer ton of like, co-op. co-op stuff? Yeah, ton of ton of single player. Um, I didn't hunt all the orbs or anything like that but um yeah ton and i, I neither did dave what did you say neither did dave I yeah said, neither did dave um i went up to dundee to to go and see it before it came out as well okay. and uh and played it and i just remember laughing my fucking head off uh, as these two giant black guys were stuck in a little purple mini driving around the city me and another journalist playing it in front of the developers <laughs> him laughing as well they're, they're good guys i told you about winning the competition I must have talked about that on this podcast. What was that? So they did a competition um, within all the journalists that are there from all around Europe. So whoever could climb the agency tower in the quickest time. Oh, yeah, you yeah. did, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Th- it's for the second the time podcast. in my life at this point, I lied and pretended that I hadn't already done it, which I'd spent time during the hands-on session climbing the agency tower. So I only had to do it, and obviously nobody else had. So I went in and, yeah, just absolutely rinsed it, got to the top and ended up winning a giant magnum of champagne, which I, I felt a little bit guilty about, but fuck it. You know, I still won. Uh, and that's the second time that I've lied to win a competition because once when I was at school, when I was very young, there was like a fate at school or some sort of, you know, they do something like that. Like, so yeah, summer yeah, fate. Like yeah, fairs, yeah. shit. And there was a pin the tail on the whale game. Must have been about nine. And they put the blindfold on me and I could just Sorry. see. I could just fucking see. So I just walked up and put the tail in the very centre of where the dot was on the whale. And they were like, eh, could you see? Because <laughs> You didn't even try and disguise it. No, 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 but I was like a good boy at, at school, especially that age. Like, you know, I was one of the very good boys. And so when I lied and said, no, no, absolutely I couldn't see. Uh, no, I couldn't see. They were like, wow, that's amazing. So they didn't 
think that I was lying because I was a good boy. And I never thought anything more of it. I think I got like a mini Mars bar or Milky Way or something like that. I went back. And then in assembly, about two weeks later, I got called up to the front in front of the entire school and like talked about in this magnanimous terms about this amazing performance on Pin the Tail on a Whale and was given a giant... <laughs> you sure this had a, a, a fucking no, this is dream? No, in my life. And was given a giant tub of roses and I just, like huge, or Quality Street, I think it was Quality Street actually, and just walked back Did down. Did you get a massive bouquet of flowers? <laughs> like like a champagne. giant check. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> champagne spraying all over all the kids. <laughs> And then I just remember walking and sitting back down and mine. As the flags are being like lowered into assembly. Oh, yeah. My entire worldview was changed at that moment because, yeah, I suddenly realized well, that how far you can things. get by being deceptive. But I, I did that. Um, I did that. What was it? Game Station. People know this story, I think. Game Station were doing a Burnout 2 competition uh, for when, because you know, it came out on the PlayStation. And then about a year later, it came out That's on the original right. Xbox. Um, and they did a competition in their um, in their store where it was like, if you get the highest score in crash mode, then you, you'll win a copy of the game on Xbox. And we had absolutely rinsed that game on the PlayStation. So I went in there. I knew which crash mode it was. I just had like, I quadrupled the second <laughs> place score and got a free copy nice. of the game. So I was, I was well happy with that. Similar, similar. But you almost won that. I love this story. You almost won a competition out at that pro gaming event, right? Which one? The arms competition. You were nearly arms champion of the what, world. The one where I didn't play. Yeah, tell that story to Matt, because have you told me? Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. At the arms tournament. Yeah. I was, yeah, I mean, what, what's the tell? I was going to enter this arms tournament at, at DreamHack uh, Leipzig in January, and well, 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 there's not even a story. I went in, there's a bunch of- Well, the story is that there was a meeting, there was a meeting that you had to go to later or something. You had to set that work later. So you joined this arms tournament and you were standing there waiting for it to start, but the Germans were so like engrossed in arguing with should motion controls be allowed or yeah. not. They, they, what were they, they were arguing for they about were an arguing. hour. There was a whole big disp- debate because a couple of guys asked whether it was going to be motion controls or normal controls. And then they went outside these two, like, two of the nerdiest human beings you've ever seen in your life. And that's saying something for a gaming convention. They went outside of this little booth and had this big debate in German. And I could kind of tell that's what they were talking about. And then they came back. And by this point, it was about. Were they just like flailing their arms? Yeah, about? Just, just, <laughs> just pure comic book guy from, from Simpsons. And <laughs> then they came back and explained in both German and English, it's a good effort. Uh, to the 40 or so people that had signed up for this tournament at this point that it was going to be motion controls and then they said has anybody else played this game before and I stuck my hand up and I looked around and I was like oh I'm the only person who's played this game before <laughs> I'm going to fucking destroy all these uh, German teenagers but then they kept going on about the motion controls and then they did this long lengthy demo of how to play and I was like at this point it was like 50 minutes after the tournament was supposed to start I had a meeting at <laughs> half two it was 10 to 2 so I was like i got to fuck off i got to add all these kids <laughs> But yeah, I, I I never got to win that arms tournament. John could have won a a, a arms tournament at a pro gaming event, yeah. but they were too busy arguing about the rules to get it started. That's such a shame. What a claim that could have been. I know, like no one had played it, but it's still. Oh yeah, I'd have been the arms champion from right? DreamHack Leipzig. I mean, never mind. It was just a little stand <laughs> with just some nerds. It was nothing to do with DreamHack, apart from the fact they're there. That, that, that's irrelevant. It would have still been me. I'd have definitely won. I'd have destroyed them. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's such a shame. Um, right, okay, sorry. Is that the end of your list, Matt? I don't know how we ended up here. 
Uh, we're talking about things we've done to break the law to receive accolades. You're on your list, I mean, I've Dave. I've got a list as long as you're on. But go on to your games, uh, Dave. I've, no, we, we, we're on your list. We're yeah. on Crackdown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course we are. We're on Crackdown. Yeah, Crackdown's a good game. Definitely play it if you haven't played it already because it still holds up and it's still I think, yeah, I think, a lot of fun uh, to play. When I went to go look for to buy it, but then actually already own it, I think it's like £12 on Xbox uh, backwards compatible. So Worth it because it's still yeah, on, on the Xbox marketplace, well. isn't it? Um, the other game I've been playing is the main game I've been playing this week is a game called Gravel, which is a racing game that come out. It's published by Square Enix, um, but the developer, I can't remember, the name escapes me, Milestone. but they've been known to, yeah, that's it. They've done a lot of racing games and a few uh, sort of SingStar style games as well, like the Pop Idol stuff in America and stuff. Um and uh yeah the more i play it the more i'm liking it james when you come over and i showed it to you on friday i sort of said this is the most average racing game ever and as as i've said a million times like there's nothing more average than an average racing game you know like if if you've got an average shooter first person shooter if yeah, all right, it's average, but you're still having fun blowing stuff up and shooting things. Um, and an average platformer, you can still get moments in that that feel really good. Uh, whereas a, a racing game, it's just you know you're going around the track and doing things that you've done a million times in a million different racing, and it, it doesn't. T- they tend not to add too much to it. But this, um, it feels dated, right? To start with. When you play a racing game these days, you expect it to either have a hook behind it or to be ultra serious. And when you first load up Gravel, the first idea you get from it is that it's what it's doing. It's trying to fill the void that I think is in the marketplace at the moment. So it's like Dirt 4 but it's a lot less serious than that game. So Dirt 4 is a great game but it's a but a serious racing game for for the, the the sort of better parts of that game. It's got more sort of wacky um, monster truck style racing in it, but that isn't the main focus. The main focus is a serious rally game that's in there. And um, with this, it seems to like it's got sort of off road racing, but there are helicopters everywhere and you know heavy metal music, and it's taking that sort of stance. The problem is, it should have gone more in that sort of arcadey uh, spectacle direction um you know it feels that there's a space for a motor storm style game out there at, at, at the moment and um, i was hoping this was going to be that but it's not um it takes itself a little bit more seriously than that uh, which is a shame but you get over that and the the reason why i'm saying it's dated is mainly due to the driving ai the ai feel like ai they feel it feels a bit like um how project gotham was to play like the ai in project gotham wasn't as much oh my god i'm battling out with these cars it was like these cars are following a driving line and it's how quickly they'll be following that that sets what the difficulty is um and the only way to really win because the way it's set up you've got normal races you play through the career mode you've got normal races and then they're split up with these what they call event races which is against a uh, a named driver with these really cheesy sort of fmv videos to start off where the driver's sort of like looking and fight there's fire behind him and he's going ah this guy he's a really good driver and you know he's really fired up for this right and you're just going what i'm cringing the hell out of myself right now this is this is awful um and then all of a sudden the difficulty spike 
is insane. Like I, I said to you on Friday, James, like I do not know how I'm ever going to win this race. I must have had about 15 to 20 attempts and mm-hmm. I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not even getting like every time I get close to overtaking him, I'll slightly fuck up a corner and then he's away again. Um, what I've learned since is that, I, I mean, you can't compare this game to Project Gotham, but you have to race the same way as you do in that game. So if you remember going back to playing against the AI in Project Gotham, you did not give a shit about driving like how you should be driving. So, you know, in Dirt and um, Falls of Motorsport, not not so much Horizon, but it's more about keeping to your driving line, doing doing like knowing when to overtake battling off the the uh the cars behind you sort of holding your ground and stuff with this it feels more like project Gotham in that spin them out just drive aggressively spin them out don't break at the corners just slam into their car and then move on the moment i got into that mindset i just blitzed through that special event uh in in no time and although secretly you should be going actually i want to learn how to race and you know get that sort of you know take the corners perfectly get as close to the barriers as possible without crashing you should have that feeling when playing a racing game that 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 sort of aims at a more serious sort of space like this this has that sort of overall feeling of hey this is proper racing you know this is the this game is is taking the racing aspect of this seriously um but i just find that the hey i'm going to be a dickhead and drive into everyone and spin everyone out to get to the end like a bad guy in a cars film like that that's how i drive in this game and ever since i've taken that sort of mentality i've really really enjoyed it um so although yes a lot of it is average and it's not the sort of game that I'm going to turn around to you and say, you definitely, you looking for a driving game, get this one. Um, I can't really get to that, that level, but, but I am enjoying what I'm playing. So it looks uh, pretty maybe average. It's because what do you think graphically? It does it look a lot graphic, better in gameplay? Graphically is very, very strange. It uses the unreal engine and, uh, which means the lighting in it is superb. Like the, it's got lots of like neon signs everywhere. There's a game mode where. It's really strange. It's got checkpoints um, and they're signs, like neon signs. And as you drive up to them, they start spinning around like a, um, a fruit machine wheel. And then one or two of those signs will turn green and one of them, uh, and like three of them will turn red. And if you hit the red one, it slows your car down. If it hits the green one, you drive through it like, like it's not there. Um, and that in the darker sort of settings, like especially when it's pure daylight, it looks terrible. It looks really dated. It doesn't like the the textures don't look look that good. The I mean nothing look good looks good about it. But when it's like sunsetting or at night time, the lighting effects really come into it. And with the light bouncing off your car and that, it it gives off that effect of holy shit, this looks really strong. Um, but then you know, they, compare that to like Drive Club or. Um, the Forza games now on, especially on Xbox One X, you can't compare them because they, this makes, those games make this game look total shit. Um, so yeah, graphically, it's not that good. Um, in terms of the car selections, there's, you're very, very limited at the start. You unlock more as you level up. It's got sort of a leveling up system. You get points for how well you race, which is a joke in itself because you only really get points for, you know, jumps and stuff and you're relying on what the track lets you do, uh, in that regard. But is there a car um, system in this game? 
a card system. Yeah, like does it? Is there a point where you might get like random upgrades and you have to like buy cards or something? No, cards? no, it's not, not 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 that I've come across. The, you can upgrade and tweak your car, but I I think that's all done through um, <clears throat> uh, experience points and stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I, there's a game in there. There's a game in there, and it, there's always that feeling with racing games that come out like this, where you say, actually, you've got something that you could build on here, um, and I think they have. It's a long way off from being uh, getting to that recommended mark. A lot, a long way off. Um, but there is something about this sort of getting rid of the whole hey to drive. Like, there's no. It's got the rewind mechanic that you get in all all these racing games now, but it hasn't got that driving line mechanic. Like, it hasn't got like arrows on the floor that turn red when you're going too fast towards a corner because it feels like it's saying, "Yeah, we don't care about that." you've actually got to drive aggressive to succeed in this game. Um, again, like Project Gotham felt like, I mean, it feels like you should be taking these cars out as you're approaching them. There's something to that. There's like a, a core element that's really enjoyable about being a dickhead on a racing track and not getting punished for it. Um, and if I'd be interested to see how play it, how it plays online. I haven't tried it online yet, but if everyone's doing that, I could imagine that being infuriating. I bet. Uh, but, but playing alone against the computer, it just feels great. So I've still got a lot more to play before I can finalise my opinion on it, but um, it's a lot better than I thought it was when I'd first started. I initially thought this was going to be great, it's going to be an arcade game, and then I was totally let down in seeing that it doesn't go full arcade with it, and that's a shame. But then I started, once I got the idea of what you're supposed to do to, to you know win these races, I started to enjoy it again. So there's something there. There's something there. It's just whether it's got that sort of staying power to the end of the campaign. We'll see. Mm. We will see. Okay, that's it. What we've been playing as is done now. So oh, dust is in the what's camp. next? Well, it's bloody what's emails, next? boys, isn't it? John. It's emails time. Emails, isn't it? It's all it's all postman. Postman John. John. There's a lot of letters, so yeah. this is going to be the longest podcast in history. If you want to email us, it's the computer game show at <laughs> gmail.com. Uh, I'll get straight into it. Uh, apologies if this has been answered in the past, but after James displayed his knowledge of China again on last week's show, got me wondering, what was it that first got him interested in Chinese culture? Regards, SMW. Uh, do you want me to go into this or not? Cause yes. It's... Yeah, we'll just summarise. All right. Um, I studied, for a long time, I studied basically like Marxism. I studied like Marxist history and that kind of thing. I was originally interested in the Soviet Union and then I started to study how the social systems work there and then I wanted to see how it was applied in other cultures and then that's how I got into China. And uh, cool. Yeah, that's it. That's the summary. Sounds go. good. Right. Hi guys. I've been really enjoying the recent slate of episodes starting with the Game of the Year show. I think the dynamic with John has changed the show a fair bit and Matt's awful attempts at being a game show host is truly cringeworthy but hilarious at the same time. How dare you? <laughs> the question I had was specifically <laughs> for John as he has mentioned on the show about playing Street Fighter Five. But it could be applied to other genres of games. Question is, when playing a game like Street Fighter, do you prefer to use an arcade stick or just a controller? Uh, and swing it for the rest of the guys when playing a driving game like GTA or Forza, do you prefer using a steering wheel and pedals or a controller? Also, has Matt had a chance to try out the new Daytona game in arcades, considering his love for AM2? Keep up the great work. Uh, really looking forward to the live show at Res. Um, I've left off who that was from, so uh, apologies. Um, yeah, Street Fighter arcade stick is a must for other fighting games like Injustice. Um, you can get away with with using the pad. I know purists will say you need to use a stick. I'm sure if you want to play at any level, you need to play with a stick. But for me, the actual inputs for Street Fighter are very, very difficult on the pad, so you need the stick. 
But um, yeah, lucky enough to have a decent stick that uh, Mr. Chet Rovers gave me for playing Street Fighter. But uh, yeah, I never really played with wheels or pedals or on racing games. I've never really been into them to that level. How about you? Um, for me, I mean, I would always love to play on a wheel or a stick or whatever. I just can't be bothered. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, getting it out, plugging it in, putting away afterwards. I, I, yeah, I'm terrible. I know, but what can you do? Especially with a wheel, because there's all sorts of things you got to plug in and shit. And I'm just like, by the time I'm done, I'm thinking, oh, I can't be bothered. <laughs> but then when we played Drive Club in VR around yours, Matt. You know that you can't beat it. It felt so good. Yeah, it was great to have to have a, you know, the the steering wheel and pedals for the for the week that you owned it. <laughs> yeah. I still made mad profit. Do uh, that email is actually from Tendo Pete, by the way. Of course it is. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, and no, I mean I, I uh, I've been to like uh, bowling alleys. I recently know there's like there's a few in our cinema, some cinemas near me, and I've been looking out for it. But those are the only arcades I, I'm near uh, these days. I haven't seen Daytona, but. Yeah, I'd love to play it. What? Love to. Love to play about the new the new Daytona game in arcades. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, no, I've not. Yeah, we, but when when people say there's a new arcade game out, I say right, okay, where or how could I ever play that? Yeah, like I guess it's only like bowling alleys. That's that's like the only place you have this stuff now. We got the Namco Center. That's usually got sort of newish stuff in there, but uh, mm. yeah. I don't go there often. I haven't seen it, but I, I'm, you know, if, if anyone's actually listening to this and they know where New Daytona Cab is, then let us know. I'll Let's pop do down. That. All right, moving on. Hello, <laughs> chaps. As you mentioned on last week's show, the Vita and the PS3 are dropping off PlayStation Plus in the year. As James pointed out, they probably announced this so far after stop people complaining and didn't get a full year's worth of games uh, on PS Plus for those consoles. My question is, so you think they're both going out with a bang or like a wet fart? I love my Vita, but it always feels like Sony have been... Holding, sorry, he said holding, holding the thing at arm's length. Cheers, robotic monkey. I mean, PS3 is just old, so it's kind of nothing really. And Vita's been dead. It's been sort of walking, a walking dead, dead on arrival, dead in the water. Anything to do with dead for years, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah. Um, yeah. Sadly, it's, I mean, it's it's not. I mean, it's quite old as well. The Vita, it's been around for a long time. It's it's very true. Actually. It's yeah. uh, I mean, it's a fantastic machine, but again, Sony didn't seem to agree. Apart from in Japan. Yeah, it's like 2012, was it? Uh, yeah, I think it was 2012. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, that's fucking well old. Okay, right. Next up was from Ben Bowers. This was the longest email of all time. I've cut it pretty much in half, but it's still massively long. I'll basically just get to the gist of it. He, he's coming out in defense of easy modes um, in games because you know, he's got a lot, uh, lot going on. He's got family, all this sort of stuff. Uh, he had a problem with Cuphead because, you know, it's, it's the conversations that we've had before. Um, so he's kind of interested to know whether we think brutally hard games such as Dark Souls and Cuphead actually do themselves a disservice by targeting a relatively niche, uh, brackets or is it cult, huh? audience. I get the appeal of the challenge of those games, but I'm not in a position to experience it myself in that form. Uh, and so they've lost my money. Keep up the work, good work, gents. Ben Bowers. Um, we talked about this before, but I kind of think it, it works on a case by case basis. For Dark Souls, I don't think an easy mode would be suitable for that game just because I think so much of that, what that game is, is tied into its difficulty, into its challenge. Um, and I think that the, the developers are, should be brave enough to, to stand by that. And I think they've been proven correct. Uh, in Cuphead though, I don't get why it's that hard. I just don't. It's just annoying to me. I'd probably, I've been trying it again recently. The game just does my fucking head in. It's just annoying. Yeah, but, but some they, people they, love uh, it. We need, we need. There needs to be badge of honor games like that. You know what I mean? That that, that are really if it's well designed. Your lonely. Yeah. 
Yeah, I just don't think it is. For me, in that particular game, I just don't see why it's that hard. So, uh, I mean, why? I've seen a lot of people say that it's utterly incredible, though. And yeah, one of the one of lying the... fuck about what any of those people say. I just don't reckon. I don't right. understand why it's hard. Okay, why it's that hard? Yeah, I think it's just unnecessarily irritating. I mean, some people like to just bash their head against the wall, but I mean, I wouldn't recommend it. Okay, all right. There's John's opinion there. Yeah, but if this is the computer game show of what everybody thinks in the world, then what are we doing here? No, it's no, no. Be what I'm we not think. saying you can't voice it. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. If you think it's, yeah, if you think it's needlessly hard, then that's up to you, isn't it? You're yes, welcome. Dave. All right. Anyone else got any thoughts on that one? No, I mean, like, say, um, Wolfstein Two: The New Colossus. I happily put that down to easy mode. Yeah, God, because yeah. I was gonna get, I was gonna get through it, but that, that felt like a game where. It was just hard, but also just not satisfying. Dark Souls is hard, but there's 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 strong systems, so you can learn them. But so I, I mean, Cuphead looked great, but I thought I mean just just like um, you, Ben. Like, I was never uh, Ben Bowles who emailed. I was never going to play it because I don't I, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to have to yeah. learn and and really go through that stuff. Um, so I, I mean, it, whether they're doing themselves a disservice, I don't think so because I think the pure design, the games they want to design. It's going to miss out on some of the audience, but I still find um, a hardcore audience. I love that sort of stuff. Yeah, right. would would um, Dark Souls have been that successful with a, a easy mode? That's what definitely, you've got to think about. Definitely not. Yeah, uh. mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. Right, moving on. Uh, hi, chaps. With Mother's Day just passing, who do you think are the best mums in video games? I can think of lots of dads, but not many mums. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. yeah, he mentions about how he's in San Francisco and there's, uh, stuff that make, uh, drive Matt crazy beards, scooters, electric skateboards, etc. Sounds um, like me. From Kurt Lewin. Um, I, th- I mean, the only one that jumps out when you think about mums in games is probably, um, from, the, uh, Wolfenstein 2, right? There's also this Chloe's mum from Life mm-hmm. is Strange. She's very good. She is very good. That is a very good shout. Mm. Yeah, I, I yeah, I like that character a lot. Um, yeah, but really, yeah, you're right. Mum representation. There's a lack of mums. There's a lack, lack of, of mums. Needs mm. to be more mums. I'm I'm behind that. Yep. Mum's in I can't think of one single mum. Yeah. Well, we've named two. Someone in the tweets no, mentioned the, the the mum in Pokemon, but I don't really know about her. Yeah, it was mainly the professor was the sort of. Yeah parent role in that wasn't it yeah let's get more mums let's get more mums right evening guys following mums the news work. uh oh we, we kind of addressed this earlier on it's a, it's a question about crash bandicoot being the first party game but we, we explained it's not that's where i saw so, it that's yeah. where yeah I saw yeah, it, yeah yeah he says is there ever a chance to see god of war last of us or even spyro appearing on the switch spyro yes because again um it's an activision game i get it because they were first party games but um yeah they they sold the license to activision many years ago so that's that one that mystery solved all right Gents, over the years, I have made several game and hardware purchases based on discussions on your shows. The enthusiasm, or lack thereof, really influenced my likelihood to spend. I bought a Switch at Christmas because you don't stop banging on about it, and I'll probably buy an Xbox One soon as well. I would easily say that you've easily convinced me to spend 2K plus uh, over the years that I otherwise wouldn't have. I'm so sorry. If you had to put a monetary value to your retail influence over the years, what would it be, and how bitter are you that you've not got a slice of that pie? Um, I would imagine... The retail influence over the magazines that I worked on, they, they, you know, it was back in the day when they sold, so they sold quite well back in the day. So I'd imagine it's quite high, but I'm not even slightly bitter that I've not got a slice no, of that God pie. No. So, yeah, it doesn't bother me 
uh, at all. It's, it's never really something I've ever really thought about. We so, didn't we yeah. didn't create these things. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> so I'm, I'm it's livid. It's, absolutely mm. livid. It's so Go on, why's that? <laughs> James White. I can have 10%. <laughs> no. Um, no, I, I, I mean, if PR companies are listening, I would say that we are, you know... And they'd be mad not to. We, we're responsible for millions of pounds mm-hmm. worth of sales. So, you know, you know where our yeah. inbox is. Yeah, Squarespace, Lisa.com. Well, I'm not worried about that. I'm talking about the games. No? Okay. I just want free games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Me too, yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah no, I, I... Yeah, as John said, I, you can't get bitter about that in the slices because at the end of the day, I mean, I'm sure we've put off a lot of people from games as well. Um, so it works both ways, doesn't it? Yeah. Interestingly, now, uh, you know, when a lot of people use Amazon affiliate links, whether they're streamers, YouTubers, or even on the websites, so um, people are getting a little sneaky, sneaky cut, which is... Um, oh, we ain't those people, know. though. We ain't those people, John. Well, we ain't those people. We ain't those people. When uh, you say that, Dave, I have put affiliate links into our YouTube videos before. How, <laughs> how much true. money have we made from that? Uh, I, I stopped doing it after two episodes and I didn't bother checking <laughs> Zero got a massive load of money sitting waiting for us, I imagine. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, and last letter is from Simon Blood. Hello there, lads. I'm a long-time listener to the show, so I thought it was about time I got involved and asked you a question. Yes. Now, you've all reached the stage of your lives where you're experienced parents. No doubt you all have countless proud dad moments regarding watching your kids' game. Only a few weeks ago, I watched excitedly as my 11-year-old daughter achieved her first victory royale in Fortnite, and I was bursting with pride. That's insane, though, isn't it? An 11-year-old winning a victory royale, yeah. that, that is fair play. Fair play. Yeah, fair play, indeed. Um, about seven years ago, though, I remember coming home from work, booting up my PS3, only to be greeted by an alarming grinding noise. I opened up the console to find that my angel of a little girl had jammed a couple of Capri Sun straws into the disc drive. Oh, God. So my, my question is, have any of you had any gaming-related disasters involving your offspring that have left you furious? Yeah. Keep up the good work, fellas. Regards, Simon Blood. James, uh, how about you, James? Two years of Animal Crossing stuff down the drain after my daughter deleted my save game. That's uh, that annoyed me. Oh crap! It's pain. Speaking of, well, while we're on save games, um, Harry uh, accidentally reset his uh, Mario Odyssey thing, so I've now got to play through the full campaign a bit so he can see Luigi. It's devastating actually because he was sitting, he, he was playing it, and I went. Harry, why have you only got one kingdom? What is going on? Where's your um? Where's your spaceship? And he was like, I don't know. And I was like, you've deleted your save. And then every time we got to a new kingdom, he was like, where's Luigi? I'm like, oh, mate, no, you can't do that. And then he saw the little, you know, moon rock thing. And he's like, why can't I blow that up? Because you've got to do the whole fucking thing again. I'm going to have to do it all again. Um, But no, in terms of, like, putting shit and destroying my stuff... We've been extremely lucky with Harry. He doesn't go anywhere near the consoles and wouldn't dare touch any of that shit. So, um, yeah, same with my phone. You know, like, how kids grab phones all the time? He just knows never to touch mine. I think I might have snapped it once and it's just ingrained into his head now. <laughs> um, John, you've had some bad luck, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I mean... 20 headsets? To- Oh god! Yeah, yeah. I used to destroy my headsets. I fucking forgot. You just you just erase all the bad memories from your mind. I was just remembering when I found my switch like right next to the condensation, the water was backwards in the thing. It wasn't that bad. And I was like, for fuck's sake! But I've not had anything to. I've not had anything jammed into a disc drive or anything like that. Um, I think my old my TV got destroyed by the kids, but nobody's told me exactly what happened. But I managed to get a new one, so it's all well, fine for insurance. 
uh, and it was still in warranty and it was like a problem in the inside of the TV so they just gave me a new one oh, or they nice. replaced the panel it, it, anyway it was fine um, my brother I'm a lot older than my brother I'm 8 years older than him and he um, when I was playing Banjo-Kazooie of all games not for the 25th time but for the first I was towards the end and then I came home from school one day so he used to get home earlier than me and he'd finished it for me he just finished the game. And oh, this that's was not, like, horrific. You, yeah, you can't, it's not like, back. you know, now you can go back and load a previous save or anything like that. No, he'd done the last maybe hour and a half for me. Maybe two oh, hours. can you come on my place? I've got a good useful. And that was it. Uh, it's like, you can't go back, replay from the chapter or something. It's either like, play the whole game again or never play again. <laughs> the choices. <laughs> and I, so, you know, awful. I complained to mum and she was like, you know, we, you have to let it play, you know. I was suddenly in the wrong. I've never really come to terms with it. I think that's why, uh, deep down, I don't like Banjo-Kazooie, because of that. That's, anyway. that's beautiful. Yeah. How about you, Matt? Uh, no, Elodie's also really good with that sort of stuff. I mean, um, yeah, she, she, hasn't, she hasn't destroyed anything yet. She, she knows not to throw or... No, she, she's touched my phone every now and then to look at like, photos and videos and stuff. But no, no she, she's, I haven't had anything broken. Uh, I think she knows not to... No, no, not yeah, to but touch no, it's daddy's not that, things. It, All the kids know... It's just like, it's literally just luck. It's whether you fluked it out with, I mean, Harry's horrific in other ways, but it, it, it's just luckily it's not the, the destroying my computer stuff. Cause that, that would be generally horrible. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it's got nothing to do with, oh, he knows, he knows not to do that. So we're fine. It's thank, like, that's just one aspect of his personality that isn't horrific. Also so, <laughs> random stuff just happens. Like, I mean, I had a headset like just next to the bed and just actually just jumped off the bed and fell on it and just like smashed it. And it's like, oh, no. just stuff like that. <laughs> just, and that was a beats one as well. I was quite annoyed about that, but oh, man. you can't do anything. Oh, you couldn't listen to yeah. hip hop. Yeah. That's a shame, James. I bet you were there. Oh, I want to listen to my hip hop. And now I can't listen to it. Yep. I can't listen to my Dre collection. It's, it's all right. Shame. You can use some sellotape. It just looks bad, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah you can't have beats all fucking taped up. So Cody is, is and I'm glad the, the Wii U is amazingly um, durable because he just slams that motherfucker on the floor all the time. And I mean, it's difficult because he can reach where it is. So he goes up and then he gets annoyed and just throws it on the floor. And he's put him on the naughty step and he's everything. But it's like the damage is done. Yeah, he's yeah. done it many times. He's thrown my phone many times. He's a very, very, very angry person. But um, he's only thrown the switch once, and thankfully it didn't break. But he, I think he now knows from the, the the horror in his face when I came for him. I didn't hurt him, but, you know. Has I he threatened him, to I choke him... Matt out yet? Who, Cody? Yeah. Mm, no, he doesn't know who Matt is. Oh, but right, okay. sure when the he moment, meets, the moment he sees him, he's just going to look at you, Matt's put his thumb across fantasies. his neck. He doesn't know who I am, John. <laughs> You haven't told him about the whole crew. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't told him about you yet. He knows who Dave and James are. <laughs> yeah, of course, we're the boys. All right, we do. Moving on. That was a good question, by the way, Simon. Thank you. Um, moving on. It's tweets time. It's, it's tweets it's time, tweets boys. Time. We're, we're nearly there. We're in the final stretch. Uh, Darren Gargay always you're, bringing uh, John. You're starting to sound like James Farley there. No, 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 this isn't a negative thing. We're moving on through. We're moving on through. We're moving up the energy, if anything. I mean, it was, this would have been full of fire, Matt. Matt, I was just going to, I basically, I decided to keep talking to see how long you continue trying to talk over me. It's like, unbelievable. Fucking annoying. That's ridiculous. He's still going. 
something to sing song. There's someone at but work. But it's not like, loud. That's the thing. If it was loud, I'd be like, fine. But it's not. It's like, <laughs> and because I'm polite and I was brought up nicely, I tend to stop. But now it's got to the point where it's ridiculous. There's someone that I, anyway. I work with that I do that with now where um, they'll ask me a question. And as I'm explaining, they'll start talking over me. Like, and I, I used to stop listen to what they were saying, then continue with what I was saying. Now, I don't stop. I've got to the point where I'm so frustrated with it. Oh, how do you do this? Well, here's what you do. Yeah, but I don't... And then I just continue talking over them. And if they if they miss what I'm saying, then I go and sit down and... <laughs> I'm, I'm an awful person to work with these days. <laughs> I've got zero patience. Did, did you ever get to the situations where both of you are just talking? Yeah, for like yeah, a yeah. Weird and, I just don't, and I just don't. Fifteen stop. minutes later, but the thing, the thing is, they want information from me, not the other way round. So it's, yeah. it's, it's who's losing out? Fuck them. Yeah. Well, right. that might take it too far. I just stop the conversation. Okay, like man. that. Right, Darren Gargett. Thinking about DT's tragic crackdown episode, what else does the pod club have to equal that in terms of being so excited to do something in a video game, only for it to unravel into a true nightmare for yourself? Hmm, it's a good question. James, you brought I mean, up a story up like this not too long ago, a few episodes ago, where you tried to do something in a game and then you found out you didn't even need to do it. What was it? Oh, um, that, uh, was that, the, that was Jet uh, Set Radio. Fucking, yeah, that was Jet Set I, Radio, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I thought yeah, something yeah. it was somewhere it wasn't thing. and just destroyed a blind. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, John? I can't think, really think of anything like that. I mean, like games unravel into nightmares all the time but because i'm i guess because i've never been a somebody who goes around collecting shit i don't have any of that type of story so i don't know that, i don't fucking know other than my brother doing that banjo thing yeah, to me that, never that's outrageous yeah well um I, I was playing mirror's edge and um, oh god right next question oh yeah mickey feckin duffy which is not a, like a japanese name which you seem to think it was on the last episode that was, but it's know, mickey. i didn't think it was a japanese name it was just the way matt said it it was like japanese it was he was just saying um um yeah it was just the way he went mickey feckin duffy it's just the way matt said it, it was fucking hilarious Right, Thank Mickey you. fucking Duffy, anyway, <laughs> Chunky Duffy. Um, Kane and Rince are the so solid crew of the podcast world. Which popular music group is TCGS? The Beatles. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Andy Godwin, uh, if you weren't doing this podcast, which one would you be doing instead? Probably Interface. Kane and Rince. Really? <laughs> oh, Interface. <laughs> See, notice how Matt didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was clear joke answer. Mm. Um, probably Big Bother. Because I, have you checked, like, our Facebook group, they still get messages oh, about that. Oh, always get messages, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, that's, but that's, so mostly Id- that's mostly idiots, right, who think, who, who are on Facebook, who genuinely think they're talking to their brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for real. So I used to work for a, a digital agency called uh, Delete. It doesn't, matter, it doesn't matter what names. And basically, they're called Delete. And we have people <laughs> messaging us every single day who would basically say, delete, like, message us saying, delete photo, delete status. Like, they, they were, they're so stupid. They just... They thought that that's, I don't know. And I think that's what people are doing with Big Brother. Like, Hello, Big Brother. Hi, Big Brother. How, how are you doing? <laughs> like, we're a podcast, you did. And we haven't posted since like 2014. And we're not called Big Brother. We're called Big Bother. So you've already put that in, yeah. Uh Yeah. Okay. People right. are idiots. John, uh, what, what about you? Are we doing? What would you uh, yeah, be doing? I, 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 we're doing a tech one for, for real. I'd just be doing Chet and John on my own. <laughs> John and John. Just, yeah, just John. John. Just John. <laughs> just, yeah, John. No H in that, John. Never. And at number 10 this week is gone. <laughs> Darren Moore uh, knowing that they're big fans of Left 4 Dead on the podcast have any of you played Warhammer Vermintide 
No, uh, no, no I told David about it yeah. ages ago. I said yeah. we should play this, and then obviously the sequel's out now, and like that's that sold like five hundred thousand copies in a week. So people are raving about it. I do want to play. I, the first one was out on Games of Gold, so I've got it. I've got a copy. Yeah, I've got it. I, not sure if you guys have got it. Yeah, David, I've got it. You, no. did you download it? No, we can maybe have it go. And um, we got to play that Rainbow Six version. Uh, we do. Thing. There's a lot of things to play. Mm. There's too much. Why to didn't play. you download it? I, I don't download all of them like you guys do. I don't. I, yeah, but it's a, I'm, it's I must a say, I download every PS Plus game because I just go to the website and download it. It's super easy. But the games are gold ones. It's a bit more of a ball leg, so I don't get all of them because it's a cool story, eh? That was that was that was awesome. That, that nearly ended me. Tom Doughty recounts the police. <laughs> uh, which video game character is the biggest Tory? Hmm. Huh. Okay. So they got to be rich, and they got one a. Well, I don't it's know. Like Who cares? Every enemy, every main enemy. <laughs> yeah, for me, I'm not a fan of stories. But if you are, then well, whatever. I just politics in it. I'm not intelligent yep. enough to even talk about it. I, yeah. My 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 main outlet is just te- texting James with names of people that are into politics and saying, "Is this person all right? No, David, that person's not all right. Okay, fine." <laughs> Is this person all right? Yes, he's he's got some good idea. Okay, I don't need to know any more than that. that. He's fine. Right? Dave, that's Theresa May. <laughs> Is that who? <laughs> <laughs> I loved her first album. But no, this this one's um, not all right. He's a friend of Milo's. Was usually <laughs> how things go sometimes. Well, Peter Molyneux. Yeah. Go on. Uh, final question from Aaron Sutton. Uh, following their recent team up for Rock Reacts, is Matt Murray at all concerned about a potential Simon Miller 316 run in during his live show match against John Denton? If so, has he prepared a potential counter? I'm not scared. Don't care. Bring it all on. Mate, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I, I'm st- I'd be worried about John coming after me on his own, but with Miller as well, you're dead. If if you bring the heat, John, I'll I'll I've got people in my corner as well. Like who? <laughs> I'm not going to say. I'm not no, gonna no, no go and say. You got to pick someone that you know is backing you up. Who are you picking? Okay, um, <clears throat> uh, Josh Gary. <laughs> Me, Josh Gary, and Leon Cox are going to crush you guys. Well, it's three against two, actually. Well, yeah, no, if you, if you, uh, I'd pay, okay. I'd pay to see yeah, that. Actually, I'm going to enlist everyone from Kane and Rince. Um, Again, and I'll just still get battered, if there's so many of them, I'll just run I off. I still think it's one-sided. <laughs> <laughs> John would just like to swing one arm and take four of them out. Yeah, It'd be like that, Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> Dick Tracy style. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I still want a reference to 90% of people listening to this we even understand. Okay. Uh, I'm not scared. It's all bant. And I'm sure when we see each other in real life, it'll be fine, won't it, John? Yeah, maybe. John Denton, <laughs> what did you think of the questions this week? They were solid this week. Good letters. Um, tweets. The problem with the tweets were uh, everybody got distracted by the uh, EGX Res tweet and the uh, subsequent memes and funny picture of me with my little face in the corner. Matt so got totally tweets this week, done by his own game, didn't he? Done at his own game. The, the EGX account well, we, completely We all got mugged monkey. off, Dave. Did you? Well, we, they were mugging a podcast off. Yeah, I know, but I found it funny because I don't care about Twitter. You like that's your your area, and they pissed yeah, on I, you. I, and I really want to retaliate, but I can't. Can we retaliate against EGX who have given us a live slot? Also, no one believed that they really wanted Mid- Midnight Resistance over us. 
I mean, Jesus. No, it, it was like his irony, wasn't it? It's was incredible irony. Yep, yep, no, yep, 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 sarcasm. yep, 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 yep. Okay, good questions. Um, Matt, social media. We're talking about it. Yeah. Let's talk about some more. At least 59% of the show is now on Twitter. Fuck Go off see Twitter with that shit. You know, computer- no one would be following you if it wasn't for the show. I'm not talking about me, you're talking about the podcast. Same, again, no one would be following that Twitter account if it weren't for that show. So now claiming that well, the Twitter account is more important like computer than the pod. show. They're like, why are you called Computer Game Pod? No, there's no podcast, just, it wouldn't make sense, Dave. Well, there you and go, so it's followers. not 59% on Twitter then, is it, Matt? Get it right. At Computer Game Pod on Twitter uh, is the Twitter account. Uh, we're also on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Uh, we love any reviews on Apple Podcasts, of course. We've got a Discord, go to bit.ly slash TGCS Discord um, to go there. Um, and what, what I would like, if, if anyone um, is listening to the show that hasn't emailed or tweeted us, tweet us before, send us a tweet or follow us or send us an email. That's what I'd love to, I'd love to see uh, new people engaging with us and, and saying hello. We'd love, we'd love that. We would love that. That's it. Um, thanks for living it. We'll catch you next week with another lot of games to talk about and hopefully some news. Um, cheers. Have a great week. We'll see you later. Goodbye. Love you. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, bye. Bye.